We are here. I feel like we've been gone for a while. Which? Oh, inhale. Oh, I forgot how to breathe right at the beginning of the, the podcast. It's a progress. A progress. It's a process. As I was saying, it feels like we've been gone for a long time. It has because. Uh, <laughs> This is being recorded like not long before it's going to be coming out. We are recording this. I am fixing the levels and I am posting it. It's yeah. it's it's the closest we've ever come. I think so, pretty much. Which has it's positive. We're current. Anything we talk about right now is like right now. We're definitely current, but the reason why it hasn't been recorded yet is uh, headaches and just not really feeling up to it and I don't know I've been kind of like in a weird funk I feel like I'm on the level on the level I'm on the like edge of a depression I'm like teetering I don't know it's weird so you're living on the edge Aerosmith style I'm living in the fridge weird house style <laughs> marked oh god and yeah, I don't know. I just feel weird. Like we have a show coming up this weekend, and uh, neither of us currently want to do. <laughs> you didn't want to do it, and I was like, "Yeah, but I don't want to like go so long without playing a show." And our last one got canceled because of rain, so I agreed to do it. And uh, yeah, just not into the idea at all. Luckily, right now there's a sixty percent chance of thunderstorms. All day and night. Let's bump up those numbers, Mother Nature. I have been, I'd say, obsessively looking at the weather to see if things <laughs> are going to change. I'm um, just hoping it that our chances get worse for uh, playing outside. And I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, we could still maybe play, like, sh- do like a, a snippet of that and go live again and take tips. But yeah, who knows? Who cares? I'm just kind of like in a blase whatever right now. That can be good and bad. Like you said, you're teetering on the edge of a depression, you said. Yes. Which is not good. Correct, but that's the way my brain goes. (laughs) The depression wasn't this weekend like it usually is. It's midweek. It's usually on the weekend? Uh, From what I've noticed and from what we've discussed once. I don't remember this discussion. Enlighten me. You just said it seems that by Friday, you start to feel it, and then by Saturday, all you want to do is just lay in bed. Yeah, but sometimes I'm also just fucking exhausted from the week, like like you as well. Yeah, this last weekend was the first time that I just didn't do anything. I did my community service at the animal shelter, mm-hmm. and then I had a headache, but at the same time, I used it as... Look, dude, you're always doing something. You ne- you always feel bad if you're not doing something, even mm-hmm. though you might not. You maybe you'll just sit there on the couch and look at your phone. But even while I'm looking at my phone, half of it is bullshit. But then the other half is like, research on this, research on that. Maybe mm-hmm. I can write down this note. So this was the first weekend in a very long time. I was just like, fuck it, just rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your you head don't hurts usually anyway. let yourself rest. Just rest. Which I should probably do more often, but I'll start to feel guilty because I already did feel guilty about it. It's the reason I don't play video games, really, because I'm like, oh, I could 
use this time to stare at a guitar and <laughs> not accomplish anything. <laughs> but whatever. But whatever. But here we are. We're here fresh and Prince. ready to give this to you. Fresh Prince. Yeah. I definitely did not go from the ghetto to Bel Air. No, we went from Whitey Whitestown to Whitey Whitestown. And hopefully we're going to go probably to another pretty white place. (laughs) Wherever we go next, wherever we end up, because we've talked about different places. Now we're talking, my idea I'm throwing out is Michigan because fuck the summer which i mean it's we still have summer there it just might be a little more mild and the winters are going to suck balls yeah but i i guess i'm less concerned about that because i don't you don't have to leave for your job because i think that i could still keep my job so for me i don't i mean as long as the fucking heat works I <laughs> Meanwhile, Sam has to relocate everything not necessarily <laughs> okay so- We've not gone anywhere for you. Yeah. So true. please don't give me shit. No, I'm I'm not not giving shit. It's stating a fact. You could get a stay-at-home job. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of places going more remote. Yeah, it's called living off of you. <laughs> that is, I don't make enough money for that. <laughs> not at all. Ah. All I need is me a bag of weed, skateboard ramp on a skateboard, in a studio. And a car and food <laughs> and everything else that requires money. Property tax and property schmopperty. The cool thing about Michigan is that these houses that we've been looking at in the price range are fucking awesome. I mean, compared to so the price range for the Oregon area, I mean, we're looking at like trailers. Yeah. For like 90 grand yeah like minimum or like around that and trailers and and to get something that's like a reasonable step up from that it just all of a sudden like shoots out of our price range like there's just there's like the whole chunk between like 100 and 200,000 that's just like still crap so even looking in Illinois same climate uh pretty much not great recreational marijuana laws they don't they just don't have a a substantial like uh what is it called supply they don't have a lot of growers they They don't have it down they don't michigan does michigan has cooler summers and uh and fucking kick-ass houses within our price range lots of houses i mean homes we're, we're talking like four bedroom two bathroom a little bit of land or potentially like on the water like next to the water like, like places I would go to and be like, wow, your house is really nice. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> that could I, potentially be ours. And we could, I mean, not even super nice, but it's, it just makes more sense for me if I have a say in it, because it's also not going super far. And your mom is 69 up top, but I don't want to like, I don't want to leave. And then it, because I don't make that much money, I don't want it to be hard to come back if we have to. And I can still tour the Midwest. Yeah. Which is, I've noticed that it's way easier and you get way more shows in the Midwest. If you go to the West Coast, it's not, it's not a rock and roll area. Like, you mm-hmm. know, everybody thinks like, like it's the 80s still and it's fucking not. 
if you're not doing rave shows or you're not doing like EDM shit, which mm-hmm. I am not doing, that's why fucking Manspeaker from Jello comes to the Midwest so fucking much because this is where the shows are. It makes sense. There's much more of like a metal scene, for even from here to like Florida. There's yeah. there's way more metal oh, yeah. and not just to like fly that. to the West Coast and do shows over there if I want to, but I could I could keep my same band mm-hmm. and still stay in the general area. It's only like five hours away. Yeah, I could visit anytime I wanted. We're looking at the Grand Rapids area, or at least I am, which it's a little further from Chicago than I thought, but it's still between two and three hours. It's still yeah. closer than from it's here. Closer than now, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm into the idea. I don't necessarily want to live in Chicago or anything. No. I want to get away from people, even more so than we are now. And up in, I mean, the more north you go, the more it's like state parks and hiking. And of course, you have all the water just surrounding the fucking state, which is nice. and even cuts the state up a little bit here and there. Cha-chop. So, yeah, I'm I'm interested in that idea. Um by the way, welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. Uh, my name is Michelle. And my name is Sam. And uh, we are a review podcast. That's and what we do. We share usually different media with each other. Each week we take a stab at uh, trying to murder each other with our choices. And then we talk about it. And uh, this week was a Michelle week. And Oh, fuck it was. Oh, fuck it was. Was I supposed to listen to something? And not just jerk off the whole time? Yeah, we listened to... Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> we listened to Design of the Decade, 1986 to 1996, which from what I saw, I think was more like 1988 to like 1993 is really what was pulled from. But, you know, they wanted to have that 10-year mark. <clears throat> uh Greatest hits from Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Yeah. The one that didn't rape kids. Are you saying Tito (laughs) raped kids? I'm saying every single one of them besides Janet did. Holy LaToya, are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. Oh, God. What's... I can't think of any other... Don Vito Tito. <laughs> Don Vito Tito. What are the names of the other Jacksons? I can't think of any Germaine. Germaine. Are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> so we got Holy LaToya. <laughs> What'd you say for Tito? Don Vito Tito? Don, Don Vito Tito. Uh, are you insane, Germaine? Who's left? I'm looking them up. I don't, oh, I'm surprised this isn't off the top of your head. Dude, I'm I'm not great with this. Yeah, but you dude. were a Jackson head. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think took a lot of steps down. There's Jackie Jackson. Jackie? There's... That's wacky, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Jackie? Is that a, kid, a boy? Yeah, he's one of the... He played tambourine. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> As did Marlon Jackson. Marlon! Which is... Uh, um... <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Marlon? Marlon. Uh... Seth MacFarlane, Marlon Jackson. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Seth MacFarlane, Marlon. Is that it? There's more. It said that Michael Jackson played the conga. Because I, I looked up the Jackson 5 and it's actually... the conga? But it has Randy Jackson here as a percussionist. And it's the Randy Jackson from American Idol, like the producer. He's not a member of the family. Wait, so, he's not? 
you fooling me. You fooling me, Google. Wasn't there another girl? Latoya, Janet, and... I don't know everyone. And uh, Shonda? The Jackson family. Okay, I guess we're going to have to dig Freddy? into this deeper. Wasn't Freddie the dad? It was Joe. Joe? Who's Freddie Jackson? That's a name. It's from Catherine Jackson was the mom. There was Rebby Jackson, who was another sister. Rebby? Rebby. Okay. Uh, Giovanni Jackson. Okay. We might be getting into the next generation, kids though. Of kids? Yeah, like TJ and Jafar and Terrell. Terrell? You know, Black Terrell. <laughs> Terrell? <laughs> Maybe it is Terrell. Probably Terrell. It's T-A-R-Y-L-L. I don't know. There's also Your Majesty. <laughs> oh my God! Let's move on. This is these names are making me uh, why nauseous. <laughs> that's that's not okay. Because there are even normal names like Jordan, but spelled ridiculously. What? Let me guess. J O R D Y. Oh God. J O U R D Y N N. Oh, two N's and a Y and a Jor. Poor Jor. Jackson. There's too much happening here, but we are talking about Janet. Miss Jackson, Jackson, if, if you're nasty. nasty. <laughs> <laughs> this album came out in 1995. Uh, it was a pretty um, popular release. This is a greatest hits. It, it is a greatest hits. It's like a best of sort of thing. Um, a lot of her n- number one singles are on this or in this collection because she's only had. 10 number one singles her whole career and a lot of them that's exactly 10 more than i've had happened uh early in her career how much was that a bump from being a jackson i don't know because latoya didn't get that and then jermaine also went solo and i think there was another one who probably went solo and they never had the success i wonder if it's one of those deals where like one it seems like latoya would be incredibly hard to work with and then the other one like they probably had a lot of uh well i'm a jackson i don't have to listen to you producer and meanwhile a producer's like no trust me like this is what's going on right now let me give you some feedback on what would propel your career i could see a lot of the jackson boys being like nah fuck that man well they had a they i think they had like a variety show back in the day the jacksons did and Janet was on it and she like came out and she had this like dress on and she oh, yeah. she acted like she was so much older than she was. I think she just has it. Has it. I think that her and Michael just fucking have it and it, they're lucky that two came from one family. Well, when you beat them young. You're <laughs> I don't know if Janet went through that. Really? I, I thought mean, they all went through it. Uh, I mean, I think she definitely went through like, I mean, Joe was still really strict, but I don't know if he... He stopped using the hand was by like then. that with all of them. I don't know. Maybe Michael was like, I won't give you any money. It's just if you hit my sister. It's just that Janet's never spoken About negatively it? of her dad. And she's never said anything like that. I, I think Michael's the only one who has. May- I could be wrong. Really? But- That's weird. Maybe by then. Joe was just tired. Was like, ah, I'm not. Uh, I have to use energy to lift my hand. Uh, get me a beer. I don't know. I'm Joe Jackson. Is this what Joe Jackson sounds like? He was terrifying to look at. Like He had scary eyes. He was a frightening man till the day he died. And I'm sure still after. You know what's horrible about that? Is 
I never think of what Joe Jackson actually looks like. Whenever I think of Joe Jackson, I think of the guy who played him in that Jackson movie. In that like VH1 yeah. Jackson 5 movie. Yeah, that's that's... <laughs> it, that's like, it's like a five or six hour long movie. And I watched it every time I saw it was on VH1. Same. That was the one I watched the most. I think the most I watched was the Temptations yeah, one. I think Temptations so. and Jacksons. I watched it every time it was on. And that thing you do. Really? Oh, I've seen that movie so many times. And to this day, I do not understand the ending of how that bass player just like walks off and like goes to a carnival and then like you just never hear from him again. Like, yeah. It's so weird. I think there are lots of uh, things that, lots of holes in that movie, even though people like it. Because I, I, like, I liked it. They just had like a, uh, like, was it 25 year, I think, reunion? And they like got together right before coronavirus. It was. Did they play? Uh huh. The oh, that's f- cool. Four guys played the song. I always liked it because then they would show like little behind the scenes from that because like the other one would like make a night out of it. Mm-hmm. And they would like show them working. Like here, you have to learn how to play this song. And I can't remember the main guy's name. He was the drummer. It's uh, Thomas Everett Scott. He's on. I'm sorry. Yeah, he. I loved watching him play the drums. In the the very first scene you see him playing the drums, and by the way, this is a podcast about that thing you do when he goes down <laughs> to the basement of his uh, dad's appliance store, and he just has his drums under a sheet, and he pulls the sheet and puts on a jazz record, and he's playing traditional style where his stick is sideways. F- to this day, I'm like that scene was so fucking good, and I I wasn't even a drummer when it's when I started watching it. I think that's one of the things that was. I want to I want to be able to play like that. Meanwhile, I've never learned how to play like that. But I wanted to. <laughs> Not enough to do anything about it. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Uh, getting back to this, we have a, hand, well, a good handful or so of tracks to go through. So, I say we should go ahead and get started uh, with this. I agree. Um, let's start with the song Runaway. So, like I said, that this... Uh, She's a Runaway, runaway train, never come back. Runaway train, something my nutsack. Wasn't that a horribly depressing video about children, like missing children? Maybe <laughs> I don't really remember train. it. I feel like I've seen it once. Re- <laughs> Kids. Oh yeah, Janet loves to laugh. I just got to get this out of the way. Oh yeah, you just- ha- you texted that me that. Yeah, I thought I pissed you off because <laughs> you didn't respond back to it. What day was it? I don't remember that. Sometime I, I, last week. I think I was busy. But yeah, <laughs> she's always. It's just thrown in there like when well, nothing's going on. It's so. and it's not just this song. It's a, a good handful oh, or so. Of songs. I think I texted you that after the sixth song I heard it in. <laughs> well, and this song is supposed to just be like a uh, a super lighthearted, happy, fun song. So, I mean, I think that's why she puts it in, but I personally have always thought it's a weird choice. And there are many artists that I like, like Mariah Carey will do it sometimes. It's a lot of female singers. And Justin Timberlake sometimes does it too. And like, it's like pop stars that they'll laugh. <laughs> Metal guys will do it too. And it'll be like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I know there's a more hateful song where he's, I think he laughs. I might be wrong. <laughs> it's funny, but it's, it's, I've always thought it was a weird choice. But um, so I used to always 
really enjoy this song. I think I don't think it's terrible, but the older I've gotten, like listening to it again for this, because I haven't heard it in so long, I kind of forgot about it. I was just like, I, th I thought I remembered the song being better than this. Like, it's just super simple. There's nothing really that stands out about it so much. Like, it's fine, but there's nothing special about this song. I think it was a good start for me because I expected it to be way worse. I was like, oh, there's like interesting sounds. There's like, like I don't want to say African sounds, but like it, rainforesty sounds going it on. It has that. I watched some of the, I watched about half of the music videos the other day. And she just, it's like her in front of a green screen and she's just like jumping to like different monuments and different things around the world and just dancing huh. on like a plane and things. Do you ever, do you ever hear a Michael Jackson production sound in her songs? I don't know. I don't think they work with the same people. Yeah. I just don't know if I'm just imposing it in there just because I know their brother and sister. And you know more Michael. I think, Oh, way more. I think when it comes to their musical careers, aside from Scream, which they did together, Yeah. I don't think that their music sounds alike at all. Yeah, trying to stay separate. She's probably like, I don't want to be known as Michael's sister only. I want to be known as Janet. And she's more about like love and stuff and sometimes injustices but her stuff is more relationship based instead of like what's dance based or like <laughs> like they don't really care about us and things like that ah i just kicked my microphone stand crikey i do don't you think so <laughs> oh yeah i think that's i think that's her <laughs> i think that's her doing the you boys want to fuck me, don't you? <laughs> She's just having a good time. A good time. What's she doing now? <clears throat> She's still making music and... Like she releasing was, music? Yeah. She's not really stopped doing that. Well, that's good. But people blame Justin Timberlake and Nipplegate, oh, Nipplegate. <laughs> on her career going south. But, I mean, I don't think her music is that good since then. Like she's in, she's in her fifties now, like she, there's no way she's gonna be able to create the same shit. And how much of a hand did she have in writing the music? I think she had more hands-on early in time with her input, but I don't think she ever actually wrote any music. I think she pens lyrics sometimes. Yeah, I could see that. But I don't think that she actually like. I just I don't know. I just can't imagine her in the studio like. I thought of a groove, it goes like this. And she's not a great singer at all. Like, she's not a good vocalist. Like, she's she passes, but... I think you're being harsh. Sounds fine to me. Really? Yeah. I just think she's... Way more tolerable than Britney Spears, and she had a huge fucking career. Well, I mean, I think that she has, like, a clean-sounding voice and stuff, but I don't think that when it comes to being a vocalist that Janet Jackson has a whole lot to offer. You wouldn't, like, call on her... If you needed a strong female voice oh, well, or anything like that. She sounds more like a whisper singer. Yeah, she's more like... like a good time. She's like the girl that would provide the... Uh, she sounds like a girl who would provide the chorus for a rap song. Yeah. My dad made a, a mention of that, I remember, in the early 2000s. About how there was a, a big trend with rappers using really breathy vocalists. 
singing it's, the choruses. It's so. the fuck me voice. I've never forgotten that. There you go, Dad. <laughs> the things you've been you, you made me remember. <laughs> that's one of them. It's the fuck me voice. It's the. <sighs> Every it's the little s- thing that we do. It's the same thing Brittany did. Me and you. I was gonna say Christina. Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. <laughs> uh, but she could belt. Yeah, she's more of a whaler. Yeah. Hello. I think it was just the outfit she was wearing that was screaming "fuck me." <laughs> what? Because she would wear a belt over a. She'll belt out lyrics and she'll wear a belt over her uh, panties. Fuck yeah. <laughs> what was that video I always talk about jerking off Dirty. To? God damn. And you should remember because... <laughs> it should re- I mean, it, I don't know. You were dirty. I have solid cranking hours to that video. <laughs> and that was before I had readily, like, you can't just like... Look stuff up yeah. so, so quick. Like... Yeah. I remember that was a time when, like, if I wanted a porn video, I either had to, like, find it in the woods, get it from he who shall not be named. I guess I was lucky that I lived with a single dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, Sorry. Or download a two-minute long video for 40 fucking minutes or possibly overnight onto the family computer, which should not be happening, which I'm sure came with 88 viruses per video. Dude. Speaking of that. <laughs> yes, please so indulge. I've only had a few actual relationships. And um, the one before you was when I dated the only person who I've ever dated who was younger than me. It was only like a year, but still. And I remember, uh, I don't know what happened. I think he, he opened like his dresser drawer. Yeah. And there were like um, fucking... Uh, Hillary Duff DVDs and like oh. <laughs> it was like he like jerked off to blonde pop star like music young, videos and young stuff. pop stars he I mean he yeah he was yeah. still in high school oh but he still had him when yeah. you were dating him when he was in high school he I think failed a grade he was like 18 he was a senior but he was technically in high school when you were dating him yeah we've been together that long are you yeah I was like 20 we were going to the bar when we st- oh when you dated him when I would dated him okay, all right all right you and I were twenty one when we started Jesus talking Christ. and stuff yeah now we're thirty four we're gonna be thirty five this year that's called growing up together it's, motherfucker it's so cliche to say this but like it feels like we've just been a unit forever it does but at the same time like. We have stories I'm here between like, each other. It's been that fucking long already. I mean, I guess that's a good sign. I'm not miserable. I'm not counting every second. I think that's true. But we also have like a, a history of being friends in high school, and we have like stories where we've hung out or like hung out in school, and like it just feels like you've always been around. I've always been there, and I've always had high re- held you in high regard. So yeah, yeah. I always thought you were all right. <laughs> Let's go on to the I next song, the which I can't wait to play. Yeah. It, is, it was a number one song. Sam, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> I didn't realize this was Janet. Really? Really. I mean, you could have told me this was Paula Abdul and I would have fucking believed you. Well, and which is interesting. Her and Paula Abdul were friends during like the late 80s. And she would choreograph some of her music videos and was in some of her music videos. 
So Makes they were like pals. She has a simple, a similar sound, but I know she worked with, um, God, what are their names? Let me look it up. And it's Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They were got Jimmy Jam. I remember Jimmy Jam, but I couldn't remember Terry Lewis. What have you done for me lately? Fucking bitch. Ooh, yeah. yeah, but what have you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately? I can't remember what comedian has a bit about it. He's like, she comes at me and says, "What have you done done for me lately?" I'm like, bitch, I thought you live in my house. <laughs> I bet so many dudes were like, "Shut up, Janet! Shut the fuck up!" And then so many girls, you know, were walking around like. Yeah, but what have you done for me lately? <laughs> so what's interesting, if you look up this Greatest Hits album, there is another form of this album that has more tracks on it. Oh. And I don't know why. There are two different versions. This is the one I've always been familiar with. This has... Um, it has... Uh, the songs are mostly from three of her albums. I think there's like one new track on this. Would you buy the albums? Do you have the albums? I have, I own, aside from this, because I do have this on CD, I have two other albums of hers. You weren't huge Janet fan. Not huge. One was the one that she released right before this, and then I have the one that she released right after it when she really, like, started going more hip-hop. Yeah. And more, I don't know, a little edgier. Yeah. Edgier. Getting the what I've been calling this podcast the fuck me look. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that, a lot of nudity in our videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this was still young. A lot of this is still young Janet figuring herself out. Did she have the same kind of career arc as like Mariah Carey did, where she was like more of the innocent girl at the beginning and then eventually just like, yeah, I'm a sexy woman. Yeah. But didn't have the part where. I'm batshit crazy. No. Because I've never thought of Janet as batshit crazy ever. She's never been crazy. The only thing that Janet has... She, like, hid a marriage that people didn't know about. Hid a marriage? Yeah. People found out that she had been married for a decade when she filed for divorce. It was, huh. it was like, in the early 2000s. I don't even think that's that weird. She just wanted to... Like, hey. No, I don't think it's weird. It's like that Simpsons episode where Homer joins the B-sharps. And they tell Homer to tell everyone that he's not married so that women will think they can have sex with you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now that you say it like that, I'm sure Marge won't be mad. (laughs) But I've only heard this song twice in my life. Really? I would have never, ever, ever guessed Jana Checks. Like, you mean before this podcast? Or for the podcast? No, before. Okay. I was going to say, this isn't the first time you've heard this, no, I assume. No, It's just one of those songs that, like, you know, there's a shit ton of songs out of there. Shit, blah, 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 blah. There's a shit ton of songs out there that you've just heard your whole life a lot. Yeah. And, and I've never, I never bought them. I never seeked them out. This is not one of them, but I had heard it. Would it be sought them out? Sure. <laughs> I understand. My mother's how, not an English teacher or anything. <laughs> I understand how it would kind of, mm, I don't know, meld together. But I also think you would hear that like '80s percussion sound and oh. the synthesizers, and just be like, "Nope," and just immediately yeah. just be like, "Change it, oh, write yeah. it off, oh, block yeah. it out." Oh yeah, control of things. It's not making it past control. the first three seconds. 
But these, now that you bring it up, the synth and drum sounds are balls to the wall 80s. It couldn't be have more of an 80s sound. No. Which made you wonder Late how, 80s. how much she had a hand in it. This would have been 86. Yeah, mid 80s. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, on the latter half, for sure. I'm going to go ahead and play into the next song since we've it. talked about it a little bit, but uh, let's listen to Nasty, which is another one of her number ones. Now, this one, I had heard a handful of times. Plus, it's pretty obvious because she says her name. Yeah, and it's referenced in, it. in like, culture. Forever, yeah. 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 I mean, we did it earlier. If someone's going to say, you know, Janet, someone will pop in, even if they're not in your conversation, they're at the next table, they'll lean over and go... Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> As they should, if you oh, ask me. <laughs> God, I would love that. Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> to be able to oh, just someone say did that. that. It's like, the, uh, remember the other day when we were at Skyline and the, that yeah. family had the baby and they got food all over the floor, which every other time I've ever seen this, the parents just leave and leave it to the... Every time. Every time. Leave they it to the waitress. They just let the kid trash the place. Yeah. His father... And mother. She did a little, yeah, but... Yeah, they both leaned over and picked up, like, 90% of the mess. And at Skyline, it's noodles and cheese, so... It's it, stuck to the floor. They, like, got... I mean, but... Yeah, I, I I had to say something. I felt compelled to be like, that's amazing. Like, yeah, good job, dude. Like, pretty much, like, you're doing good in society. You're, like, doing your part. You're not an asshole. I bet they're the type of people that if they went on a walk, they would pick up trash if they saw it. Good. Is what it, I kind of got that feeling. Like they just, just doing seem like, their part. Yeah. There's a family that we have seen out in public many times eating, uh, and yeah. they, and we already hated this fucking cunt anyway. And I, <laughs> I hate the dude too. He's a fucking oh, douche. I, yeah. And then they just trash the whole fucking place, and then they just like probably leave a one dollar tip. Oh yeah, this guy's a conductor on a Trump train. Of arguing online. Is he? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't see it. I got enough fucking idiots online doing that shit. He, I just, we have a lot of mutual friends, and he comments on a lot of stuff. It seems like a lot of them don't fucking listen to facts. <laughs> Believe me, I understand. But I'm just a dumb libtard, so what does that matter? Well, if we're dumb libtards, then you're a fucking, like, caveman. Conserva cunt. S something like if we're dumb then these people are brain dead <laughs> I mean no offense if you're conservative but you it's, be it's, conservative. Also, it's also going so radical yeah. right now I, I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast it seems like anytime a libtard is upset about something it's like a social injustice and something that shouldn't be celebrated and backed up with facts and if a radical conservative person is pissed off about something. It's like, I can't get my hair cut. I, I'm i not allowed to say Christmas anymore. Well, no one said that. We're just saying, you know. It's inclusive to say happy holidays. No one is saying you can't say Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That's that's it. Yeah, people just want to go on fucking rants about the dumbest shit. And then, and then we look crazy because we're like, Hey, actually, you're wrong because of this, 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 and this. And they're like, ah, cry, baby. Ooh, you think you're better than everyone? And they just refuse, refuse any idea beyond their stubborn ignorance. They refuse facts? And then that's when you can respectfully or disrespectfully say, you have officially crossed the line of ignorance into stupidity, 
you can go eat your own asshole. <laughs> because I've always said, if I if I could bend and like go down on myself, I mean, we've we probably all thought of this. Like, would we if we could? I probably would, but would I eat my own asshole? Not a chance. Well, as a man who previously could go down on himself, no, no, I would not, and never did. No point. No point at all. Well, because you, you're not a little tidbit here. Sam likes hand jobs more than blowjobs. I like them all. <laughs> I know, but there are. That's the thing, though. But ma masturbation to me was never like. I'm doing a sexual act. It's literally, I'm getting the goo out as fast as I can so I can get back to what I was doing. So for you, it was like a goo buildup. It wasn't like, I want to feel yes. this feeling. No. Because it's, I have raging hormones. The raging hormones were causing the, I need to get this goo buildup out. Goo buildup. So you're saying for you, it was scientific completely. Yes, yes. And there was absolutely nothing like physical and like just mm. wanting to go at yourself it, it's all just no it's clinical it's, a doctor would approve it i saw something that made me horny i now have to get the goo out so i can stop thinking about this and get back to doing what i was doing <laughs> get a towel out get a sock out let's get this going let's get this goo gone i remember because <laughs> band camp especially percussion kids we were we all we talked about was like jerking off and like because you're all boys. Like oh, yeah. And it was... I mean, we're in high school, so like we're just raging anyway. You were all like funny guys, too. So yeah, we, I, we I actually were. I imagine it was, oh, it was a fucking trip. It was debaucherous. <laughs> <laughs> we used to roll joints in the back of the fucking band room. Uh, but I remember these guys... It must not have been good weed, because someone should have smelled it if it was. Oh, no. It was high school dirt weed. Oh, yeah. I know who you were getting it from. Never mind. Continue. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember these guys having a conversation once about like, oh, I can jerk off for 12 minutes before I, you know, I can. Ew, why? Do the, the, I remember another guy being like, the point isn't to have sex with yourself. I agree. <laughs> Just get it done. And I remember being like, yeah, Kenton is right. <laughs> oh, he was the one who said it? Okay, oh, I was yeah. curious who was. The That's guy hilarious. that I was gay for for about five minutes and then we both realized we weren't homosexuals oh so he had a question with you as well we were we were both like i think you're the one <laughs> we were joking but for like five minutes you had the camp, fluttery feeling inside it wasn't a real fluttery feeling i think we were just showing off and being stupid so like for five minutes at band camp one time we're out on the field and we're just like hey kenton's my boyfriend and sam or Kent would be like yeah sam's goddamn gorgeous today isn't he and then we like hugged and i remember kenton being like Okay, I'm not gay. And I was like, yeah, I'm not either. I'm just saying you can still be a respectable man and have man crushes oh, and stuff. Yeah. It's fine. My man crushes are never like, I would suck his dick if I got the point. It, it's it's never like, sexual. It's just like we have a connection. He's fucking hilarious. And I'm excited to see him every time he walks into the door. And it's an immediate connection every time. I have so few people like that in this world. Mike's one of them, isn't it? Oh, Mike Denson? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's one of those people I could not see him for fuck. The, the next time I see him, it's going to be years that I haven't seen him. Mm -hmm. But as soon as we walk into the door, it's going to be right back to where we were, right back to fucking with each other, understanding that we're fucking with each other. There's another dude named Derek and Green Jello that like as soon as we're around each other, it's just boom, 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 and we both just you just click. It's yeah. Weird. 
I understand. It's fun. Well, let's uh, let's cut in a little bit to this song because I feel like if there's ever a time when uh, this person should be brought up, it should be every time. Weird Al. Nasty. Oh, you nasty boys. Oh. <laughs> I like that part. <laughs> so, yeah, I always want to include the little uh, covers, if there are any, by Sir Weird Al himself. Goddamn right. I'm not going to put it like I used to. The Weird Al gong. I think it's inappropriate that you don't. I, I should do it every time his name is mentioned? His name is not mentioned that much. Hey, okay, so maybe if it's spread out, I'll put it back in. Like right now. It doesn't I'll put, have to be like back to back to back to back like, if someone's like messing okay, with Okay, that's what you. I was going to ask, but I'll put it in right now for the one you just did. And. <laughs> no, I think you should put it much closer to. Oh, see, no. see now that with this conversation because we're having it on the recording you're gonna have to put multiple <laughs> in or but it's gonna be I weird if it's gonna be like you said it i said it you said it i said it and i think that's why we try to not say it when we're talking about him so it's not All too right. much from here on out it's going on every time i i've thought that it should the entire time and i've when i've listened and not heard them I've been like, this is an injustice. Do you need to switch spots or at least change your body a little bit? No, I'm sun fine. Sun in the eye, Sam? No, I'm fine. Uh, Gingers love the sun. They sure do, especially uh, on the, in the iris and the pupil. The iris and the pupil. Carry on. Let's listen to the next song, When I Think of You and Your Burning Eyeballs. <laughs> we have the first ballad. Just Boo. kidding. It's not a ballad. It changes. Thank God. But this is when it sounds like Michael Jackson to me. Just, just that it's keyboard. Just got, it's got like a same sense of groove. I don't hear it at all. Not at it's all. It's just like my opinion, man. No, I'm. I, and I'm saying I don't hear it. Well, your opinion's wrong. Because I feel like she had a much more classic, just '80s pop sound. Where I thought Michael tried to do things different. I think you should turn your body. No. You're just going to fight gonna through suffer. the pain? Yes. There's, there's no reason. Through pain, you find pleasure. That's what Herschel J. Pinhead told me. And he is the all-knowing head of pins. There were times on this album I was like, hey, I can groove on this. Like, it's still a good groove. Like this bass line that's doing with the piano... And I can hear MJ coming in like I'm just dancing There's no need for me to talk right now I'm just dancing On this audio form Yeah she's just not again she just doesn't have a big range. She just doesn't. She can't do a lot. That I, I think she sounds the same almost constantly throughout this album. Yeah. Like she I, she can't change it up very much at all. I agree with that. And it's usually in this I'm, register. But I'm also fine with that. I mean. Yeah, I'm just saying she's not like. I don't think she's known for being a vocalist. 
and I don't want to give her any respect in that regard, apparently. <laughs> and that's, I mean, I'm not trying to diss her. It's just, I know I've been critical, and I am sometimes critical of people vocally. But I think it's also like when you're trying to accomplish something and you fall short. I don't think she's trying to be like a super vocalist. No. I don't think that's ever been her goal. It seems like she's just trying to make something you can dance to. And she is a great dancer. I've always looked up to her as a danceress. A danceress? You know, like an actor or an actress? I was thinking like a dinosaurus. She's a dinosaur? Yeah, a dancing dinosaur. Dancing dinosaur, Jackson. Now we're both dancing like dinosaurs. Well, and really, I don't love a, like that fucking synthesizer sound. Da -da 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 -da, or da -da -da, I don't know. You know, you'll hear it again, but keeping ear out. It's just so not something I would typically be into because I don't love the '80s sound. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I, I really like it though. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just like, oh, this is a weakness, and I almost feel like. 80s Janet is a little more of a weakness, like like a guilty pleasure. Cause I I prefer her later on. I just like I I was gonna give you Janet at first, which is what fell on the end of the uh, time frame for this album. <laughs> oh, love she loves to laugh. That synthesizer uh, sound. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, that's like. But it's stuff like that that makes me usually not like stuff like this, which is why I would think it's more of a guilty pleasure, I guess. That's like a shitty 80s sound. It seems like even if you use sounds from the 80s, but they were solid, good sounding things, it's not bothersome. But if it does like those kinds of sounds that you were just talking about, that it's jarring. Yeah, it's like, oof. Because it's really, it's really just in your face and out yeah. of nowhere. Because yeah. it's like the song just has its own groove and all this is like, it's like laser <laughs> lasers just like shooting holes in the wall. And it's like, let's record that sound. Sound lasers coming for your ears. It's like, yeah, but when it hits the drywall, it's this different tone and it's that synthesizer tone. Because <laughs> like the bass line is a total 80s tone, but I like it. Mm -hmm. it it's... It's it's not it's not timeless, but it doesn't like stranglehold it in the eighties. Yeah. Those sounds we're discussing definitely stranglehold it and like a trend. It's almost like a trend that didn't last. Absolutely. It's so to the it's very timed. Timestamp all over that bitch. Let's uh move along to the next track, Escapade. Sounds like Christmas. Yeah, and then you get the fake drum sounds. But this. it's like fake trumpets. Would have sounded much cooler with a real trumpet. I just like that heavy bass, even though it's obviously not like a real drum. No, it's definitely not. But, but it, it still has good. a really full sound, yeah. which I like. Big echoey sound. It's like in a big hall. Mm -hmm. Very, very low bass. Those drums are like you would hear this in hip hop of this time. Mm hmm. I enjoy the song. But I would call this a more uh, front heavy album as well, collection. Because you get more, more up tempo tracks 
in the beginning and then you get more ballads and there are only a handful of her ballads i mean even if that many that i even enjoy yeah i like most of her more dancey poppy upbeat stuff get your ass moving it puts me like in a good mood it's like yeah it's like let's act goofy yeah and be ridiculous yeah like if i was at a wedding and this song came on i'd be fucking dancing well it would stand out at a wedding unless oh man unless you just played all like 80s and 90s music it'd be rough actually that would be fantastic because <laughs> i'd much rather have that than hearing like 2000s music and for fuck's sake not today's music 2010s 2020 oh my god yeah what do we even call that 2020s i guess today was the 2010s i call it the roaring 20s <sighs> extra extra this year has definitely making its mark in history. That's oh, for yeah. goddamn sure. Oh, yeah. We're still not halfway through fully. We have to get it's through just, the end of this month. It's just going to get crazier. And yeah, because we have an election at the end of the year. There's no way it's not going to be insane. It's when one senile old man and another senile old man. <laughs> One's meaner than the other. True. One tries to be mean, and he just calls him tweeting Trump, tweety or what the fuck? Like it's awful. I mean, yeah, Trump is gonna wipe the floor with Joe Biden in any sort of debate. Absolutely. And Trump is an idiot, and he's a horrible speaker. But he knows how to be mean. Joe Biden is just—he just doesn't have it mentally. Trump is like a bully on the schoolyard who's like not smart at all but he can like verbally rip you apart and make the whole school laugh at you like yeah look at this dumb fucking kid yeah he's like a mean racist grandpa and joe biden's sitting there like oh yeah well you're a doo-doo head minneapolis continue did she know (laughs) no but it's hilarious that out of nowhere for no reason it's just like minneapolis come on now Sorry to cut you off, but it's fine. I was getting into political bullshit. Oh, I passed a ve- uh, vehicle, a home, yesterday in Manchester, and there was a sign, like how you always see those political yard signs. Yeah. All it said was "No political bullcrap here." Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've never seen that before. That person is taking a stand against nothing. He's following the bar rules. No politics, no religion. I've always not loved the idea, at least because I probably because I grew up in this uh, community. Yeah. That I've never felt comfortable with the idea of doing that. What, putting a sign out? Putting a sign. Well, I mean, I don't support any politician that much anyway. No, I think it's crazy too. But if I, I mean, if I wanted to, like, I would feel weird doing it. Because it's like, you're like, this person who supports this person lives here. And it's like, eh. There was a time when we did discuss who we voted for. And now it's like, you shove it down someone's throat. As we've done a few times here, but. Well, I mean, we just don't like Trump. I feel like that isn't. He could not be the president. I would still be like, that guy's a fucking idiot. (laughs) I mean, yeah, political party leanings or whatever aside trump is a fucking idiot he is a liar he is divisive 
Like, it's not about a side. It's about him. He sucks. Yeah. I hated him before he became president. Yeah. I always thought he was a goof. Yeah. And now he's making us look like fucking morons. You could just give me a picture of the guy and I not know anything and I'd still be like, Ugh. he looks like a fucking scumball. <laughs> What's what does that guy want to sell you a shitty car and tell you it's the best? Oh my God. Well, he just drinks diet Coca-Cola and sips it through his butthole mouth. Why does he drink? I don't know if he does this all the time, but why does he drink things with both hands? I've been seeing this picture a lot. <laughs> because something, I don't know, because he's old and he loses strength. But then there was a whole thing at his rally where he drank water with one hand and made it a whole thing and then like threw the water bottle down <laughs> to like prove that he could fucking drink with one hand because that's where we are. That's where we are in America. I'm glad you're enjoying this. <laughs> it's like he's a wrestler, which he was or he did do some wrestling stuff. He is, he needs to be stopped. <laughs> I have nothing nice to say. Uh, let's, I could drink water. <laughs> it was, I think that's, it may have been how he ended the rally. I could be wrong, but they talked about it on Jim and Sam. They played a clip. It was ridiculous. I have a probation meeting tomorrow, Michelle. I know. I hope he piss tests me. I want to be piss tested tomorrow. Just to prove? Because I've been abstaining for no fucking reason at this point. <laughs> I think so as well. Um, I mean, but that's the thing. If he were to test you, then would he test you one more time before you're finished? Because the, I mean, you're getting closer. I'm very for sure. close to the end. You've got like, you got like a month and a half left. And I, I'll I'll know how I'll feel more tomorrow, because I'll know if I have another meeting or not. He might just be like... It would be silly. You've been so cooperative, but you haven't been able to finish your... Um, My court fees are not fully paid off, and I still have two hours left of community service. Yeah, do you have to hand deliver the community service thing to him? I don't know. Maybe. But he might also just be like, well, we're not going to do a meeting. Just drop that off when you get it done. I wonder if you can mail it. Yeah, maybe. Or I can just take some time off of work, which I desperately need. Yeah, but you said that you would do that to you and take Oliver to the vet, and then you're like, no, I can't. I can't. I feel bad. I, I know, because I, that was during the Mustang. The Mustang right? went on for months. Let's yeah. listen to the next song right. instead of talking about things that people know nothing about. Let's listen to Miss You Much. There was this um, Janet Jackson icon thing. They used to do this on MTV. They only did it for like a few years. Yeah, where they had yeah. these like icon shows and they had one that was dedicated to Janet Jackson. It was like a cele celebratory thing, right? Like yeah. They would show their history and shit. And then like celebrities would get come out and like cover different songs. I loved it. I was sad when they stopped doing it because I thought it was great. I knew they did it with like Aerosmith and another like bigger name than Aerosmith and Janet, I think. I think it started high and then started declining. And then they stopped doing it. But I remember, was it Pink, maybe, who did the dance to this? And I always wanted to learn it. Did she crush it? Oh, yeah. It was early Pink, too, when pink. she when she had pink hair. It was pink. like 2001, 2000. Sorry, continue. Pink. Pink. Oh, okay. Pink is one of those people that, like, I pink don't... Pink is my favorite color. <laughs> pink is one of those people that... 
I don't like her music, but for some reason I'm like, but I'm pretty sure she could do anything she wants. Like, guaranteed. I'm sure if I met her, I'd be like, she was fucking awesome. I think she, yeah. <laughs> I don't like her music, but she was fucking awesome. I kind of get that impression. She just seems like a really genuine person. Yeah. But she's not like snobby. She's not stuck up. She doesn't seem like it. I think. I mean, she like she'll do skateboardy stuff and shit because her husband is. What a BMX biker? Yeah. I think his name is Tony Hawk. <laughs> Not at all. No, it's Carrie Hart. I don't even know if he even like was very well known on his own, or I wonder if I think he, he was. was more known from being with Pink. Well, I mean, to the general public, but in that world, if you were into those kinds of things, he was definitely known. I don't know that. And when it comes to like skating. I or like skateboarding. I know one person, like most people. So like, <laughs> I just know nothing about any of that stuff. You probably heard this name, uh, Eric Costin. Doesn't sound familiar. Uh, Were they on 90 Day Fiance? <laughs> <laughs> There's a few skaters who probably could have been. Uh, so, didn't our Lord and Savior Weird Al also do this in a polka? He did. He did it in Polka Your Eyes Out. The last one was Polka Party, but we'll get to Polka Your Eyes Out. <laughs> Sweet. Because I heard this and I was like, oh, this is Janet. Like, I thought of that song, the Polka song, and I was like, oh, that's what this is from. And for those of you who don't know, Weird Al does, God damn it, <laughs> he does uh, polka. Oh, come on. If you don't know, stop listening to the podcast. Polka parodies. <laughs> and he just does, like, compilation. Well, that's not what you would call it. What's the word? Like, a montage of songs? Uh, I call it magical works of art. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he definitely uh, did some Janet and some Michael. But he never did a full Janet, just in his polkas. I miss you much. Yeah, he knew it wasn't worth the whole song. So this was a song that you... Uh, I'm going to do the fade out because it just does that over and over again. Except that you do get a little laugh at the end. But... Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I don't know. Just that... I don't know. <laughs> Move on. I'm moving on up to uh, the next track, which, as I mentioned earlier, is going to be Polka Your Eyes Out. Let me go ahead and... Uh... Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. Was this how you learned this song? Did you hear this first? What, miss You Much? Yeah. 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 I just assumed it was another... I, I had no idea what the real song was. And then I had to listen to it for this podcast, and I was like, oh, okay. I figured that, because that's usually the case with Which a lot of songs. Just happened. I watched, I've been watching horror movies in my free time recently on my phone. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe Bob Briggs, who's a, he, he, he hosted like horror nights and stuff. He's on Shudder now, which is an app that you can watch horror movies on. Mm -hmm. And I've been going down his list, and... So far, I've seen two movies I've never seen, and I'm, I'm loving it because I've just, 
it's all been cheesy horror eighties fucking schlock the whole time. Okay. And this happened to me where the same thing with hearing that I miss you much and being like, Oh, that's what this is from. There is a static X song called Stupid. Okay. And at the very end, it's like Yeah, it was very stupid. And I've known that little clip for my whole like for a long, a long time since high school. I was like, ah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. So the other night I'm watching under Joe Bob Briggs uh suggestion Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball Bolorama. <laughs> is this Joe Bob Briggs a real name? It's not his real name. His real name's like Robert Jules or something like that. Oh, but do you just know him by his fake name or are you trying to protect his identity? No, his, his stage name is Joe Bob Briggs. Okay, Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah, he used to do Monster Vision on TNT. That's how I knew him. I don't know what that but means. But now he's doing Joe Bob Briggs Last Drive-In. Uh, so I watched Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bolorama, which stars Linnea Quigley. Linnea Quigley was the girl who mm-hmm. did the tombstone dance in Return of the yep, Living Dead. I remember the... She, I remember her name and her face, her trashy looking face. And I'm going to put this little factoid out there. Do you remember what uh, our favorite actor of that movie's name was in the movie? It was Spider. Her name in Sorority Babes in Slimeball Bullorama is Spider. I, and she's a punk girl. That's funny because I remember now that you said all of this, that there was something familiar when you said the title. And when I was looking through people's... Uh, like profiles and stuff on Google, I remember seeing that ridiculous title. In the slime ball bolorama? Uh huh. So there's a scene where the guy. I think I said it on the podcast, actually. You might have. The guy says, Yeah, that was stupid. And she goes, Yeah, it was very stupid. And I put my hands up in the air and I went, Oh, oh my God. That's what's from that the Static X song. Holy shit. So after all these fucking years, I finally learned what that was from. And this was a roundabout way just to tell everyone I watched Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bowl. <laughs> it was horrible I'm, and great. Are <laughs> there a lot of boobies? No, not a lot. I mean, there's one girl who's got him out for a while. It makes sense. But it wasn't like a... It wasn't like a gratuitous in the way that you might think a movie called sorority babes in the slime ball bolorama it's all about a thing called an imp and it's just a little puppet and he's like yeah now we're gonna have some fun well it sounds like someone is using a bowling pin on slimy sorority girls nope someone does get their head ripped off and they use it as a bowling ball i meant come okay let's listen to one more song and then take a break cool. love will never do without you love so 80s so 80s without you oh yeah that's 80s all the way the kick drum with a thousand pounds of reverb on it that's actually an edited version. Really? Because this is a greatest hits. That's the version I was always familiar with, but the actual version has a little bit longer of a beginning where there are more of those. Just. 
Who needs an 80 synthesizer when we can just have you go into a microphone? And breathe? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that was a good swish sound. Swish. We've definitely had to we got this market find them. <laughs> swish. 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 So when I heard this song the first time, I was like, ah, Britney Spears loved this song. Britney Spears loved Madonna and Janet Jackson. I think those were two of her big influences. I can, it, the way she learned to sing is from this song. She a lot was of a better singer when she was a kid. When she was on Mickey Mouse Britney? Club, she would like belt and she sounded more like, she had oh, more of yeah. like a Christina style. Yeah, I've seen videos when she's like, <laughs> yeah, and she had like a deeper voice. There's a whole thing with them making her voice higher and pitching it higher to make it appeal and make it be this like baby girl. Fuck me voice. Fuck me voice. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, her her voice on her first album versus her voice now is very different. Yeah, this song did not did not catch me. God damn, that girl loves to laugh and have a good time, doesn't she? She sure does. But you know, I bet she was genuinely having a good fucking time. <laughs> yeah. And like men say, you should smile more. It makes you look pretty. So, uh. <laughs> God damn right, you stupid women. We're just here to be <laughs> ornaments on your tree. Jesus Christ, I'm fine. I'm so happy one of you fucking women's is smart. <laughs> we know our place. We just don't want it to be. Oh. That's fine. It, please take over. Oh, in addition? Okay. You want me to start mowing and stuff too? I'm not, I'm not talking specifically you, but yes. <laughs> if I could just do nothing, that would be great. <laughs> That's why it'd be nice to live in the woods <laughs> so you don't have to mow. Stuff to mow. I know, I'm kidding. But we don't have to mow if I make the whole lawn a concrete skate park. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. After the dog dies, we don't have to worry about her needing a place to shit. It'd be better if she shit on the concrete. If I put drains in, then I can just spray it down. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Someone would be like, did a hobo hang out here and pee all over the place? Like, no, it's my dog. And me. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Is there blood over here? What? Fuck yeah. What? Oh, if I build something, it's going to be the easiest thing in the world to skate. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm not finding any very good skate parks. Yeah, they suck. In the, the, the entire state. Well, and I don't want to go anywhere near the, like, Flint, Detroit area. I don't want to live anywhere near that. I'm totally fine with getting away from everything and just building what I want. It's Totally fine. Then I don't have to go to the skate park and be around people. That's true. You don't have to show up and be like, oh my god, there are a bunch of kids here. Yep. That's and then even hate the, them, because I usually do. Well, even though the like the one in Columbus is really nice, it's usually packed. Yep. So and it's I not like it. you can really enjoy it. Nope. Last time I was there, I was miserable. But one is, I just don't like being around that many people unless I'm playing a show. And two... I think when I go to a skate park, just the way I look and how old I am, people look at me like, oh, I bet this dude fucking rips. 
and then I get on there and I'm just like, and you just rip your ass and I just like do the smallest, easiest stuff. I'm not going fast. I'm just, I'm not good. I can just put around and that's all I want to do. Okay. So really I don't give a fuck, but at the same time I care. I bet you do. Well, we're going to take a break and uh, we'll be back. Is this Britney? No. What is this? This is Selena. Really? Selena? Selena? Quintanilla? Selena! Based on this cover, she deserved to be shot. <laughs> I can't remember what town I was in in Texas. They had a big statue of her that I drove by. And Lazy was like, oh, you want to stop by and look at the Selena statue? And I was like, nah, I'm going to the skate park. It's fine. She have been like, anything for Salinas. Anything for Salinas. So we're back. We are back. We are reviewing, listening to, and uh, chilling with Janet Jackson's Design of the Decade, 1986 to 1996. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. That's going to hit me. God damn. Okay. Now I want to see if the dog does. Nope. Well. You bitch. I killed her during the break. If her eyes are still moving in her head, it's just... Is she a zombie? Because she's moving around. Yeah, she's a zombie. Sweet. Okay, so we still have a good chunk of songs to listen to. Let's Let's roll it through. let's, uh, Let's move along to the next song. All right. You're just grooving. Well, this song, I've always thought of the music video because it's her and guys in zoot suits dancing around and they're going in this whole like made up fake town and just walking through different places. It's I don't know if it's a one shot video, but it looks like it's kind of set up to be yeah. at least in the beginning. It is dawn on me that I don't think I've seen very many Janet Jackson videos. Like the only ones I can really think of are Scream and uh, whatever one where she's like in a suit kind of thing and there's a bunch of gears around and like sparks flying. Yeah, that has Busta Rhymes in it. Huh? Seems much earlier than the one I'm thinking of. But maybe not. She's like wearing a leather cap. No, not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know either. It was a 90s Janet Jackson hit. You know, with all that masturbation talk earlier, I am shocked we haven't brought up the incident. I, I mean, it's been brought up on the podcast. <laughs> there, Jimmy Rowland made a, a, a meme or whatever, a photo <laughs> of the time. If you want to tell it again, you can, you dirty well, son of a bitch. On the Janet Jackson podcast, 
We should probably tell it again because who knows? We might have newer listeners who haven't heard that episode. All right, Sam. I got caught trying to jerk off to a Janet Jackson DVD cover. You weren't caught trying to do it. No. You, you just left stuff where you left it and then went to bed. <laughs> and then I had to get up at like 530 in the morning to go to my first job of the day. And uh, that was fun. First job? What was You had two jobs then? Uh, I was a housekeeper. Oh, yeah. And I worked in the... Forgot about that. As a cook. I got really drunk that night, and I wanted to beat the meat, and I did not have anything readily available. It's a shame that men can't just use their fucking uh, minds, their imaginations. I'm sure some can. It seems like most can't. Most need something to look at, like a Janet Jackson DVD. I also <laughs> I also think we were kind of ingrained that way, like... From a very young age, it's been like, how do I see nudies? How do I see nudie mags? How do I, how do I get this? How do I get that? So it's like I think you learned masturbating and looking at pictures or a video or whatever goes hand in hand, dick in hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does, but I just think it's interesting how much it seems to be leaned on and le- way less on the imagination for guys. Oh. Because once again, it's just about getting the goo. <laughs> Still. But yeah, I could not do it. I tried. I set the DVD case up and everything like at an angle so it would stand up. And it wasn't the whiskey dick. It no. Was, it was the Michael interface. Yeah, I, all I saw was Michael Jackson the it whole time. It was the Jackson. Like I'd start getting going and I'd be like, Michael, god damn it. So I didn't fucking come. Never got to that point. I just gave up. Oh, so it only matters if you come or not? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you what happened. <laughs> and it's not like I even really care. It's just like I was I was so offended. And I don't know. We've had a thing back and forth earlier in our relationship of like being insecure and finding out that the other one looked at porn and getting it, mad it, and it being like this huge fight level of insecurity for us for absolutely no reason (laughs) i don't think so but it was stupid so it was just with all of that and i i can't i found it (laughs) you found it propped up still found it propped up (laughs) i went right back into the bedroom 5 30 in the morning you probably hadn't been in bed that fucking long probably not and i uh i woke you up and i asked you and you immediately, I mean, you were honest, but you kind of like <laughs> chuckled, chuckled. And I remember throwing the DVD case at you. You said, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and then you chucked it at me. Because you gave me shit. <laughs> you gave me shit. Yeah, that was not a good moment. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we were younger and dumber and I don't care. I don't care if you jerk off. I've asked you. I've I've encouraged you to jerk off. I'll jerk off right now. Behind <laughs> my back or in front of my back or... Onto your back. <laughs> above my head or whatever. Sweet. But yeah, that was a... F- it was... It sucked at the time. It was a story, but you went straight to work and told people about it. You told Austin about it at work. And I remember not being happy because you... Because then he brought it up to me later. <laughs> like he thought it was hilarious. I mean, it is funny. And it's funny, but it was... It's weird because I have to explain that there's this whole thing 
that there was a night when we were super young and and drinking and I had fucking looked at a bunch of porn on my I phone. I don't remember this at all. And it went, you know, when you looked at porn, especially back in the day, it was pop up, pop up, pop up, pop up, pop up. So it was just so many things. <laughs> and you were so offended. And there was like some girl on girl shit in there. <laughs> and you were like, you were so mad you woke me up. I don't remember this at all. You were you were drunk. It's not surprised. And you asked me if uh if it's I so was re- if I was into chicks because you were like insecure or something. You punched a hole in the wall and everything. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It yeah. was a thing. I do not feel that way at all anymore. So going from that to then finding you were clearly jerking <laughs> off to something, that's why I was so just like, fuck you, dude. With, with good reason. Like this whole thing that we with went through. Reason. Because I think that I had found, I think I found it on your th- stuff first. Or But that's the thing, because then there was that one time a long time ago where I, there was some weird hardcore video saved on that computer from Sharon. And you were like show trying to show adam and shelby something and you were like is it this video and clicked on that and some like hardcore porn i don't remember that at all either and i sound like a fucking weirdo and it's really not that it's just we have very few stories but they always seem to like yeah i was i was insecure sexually and me too and just insecure and now i do not give a fuck (laughs) because you realize now if i found lesbian porn on your phone i'd be like this is fucking awesome (laughs) and it would i don't i don't think it matters what because before it was like, oh my god, if he's into something, that means that it's because I don't have that, and it, it reflects negatively on me. But that's just being insecure. Yeah. When really it's like, it, it has nothing to do with my relationship with you <laughs> yeah. because it's not like we're addicted needed, to it. I just needed material <laughs> to get the goo out. <laughs> yeah. I understand where you're coming from, especially when I was younger. I had a much higher libido. Let's just say that. When you stabilize your mood with antidepressants and anti-anxiety medicine, yeah, it fucking affects your libido the older I think you get. A lot of people would say that. What, just your libido lessens as you get older? No, oh, with the mood suppressant kind of Oh, for sure. Stuff. That's known to desensitize things. And it, I mean, it does, but it's not impossible. Let's move on to the next song. <laughs> Control. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I faded the other song out. And now you faded this one in. <laughs> sure did. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I like this bass tone. That part fucks with me every time. Because it sounds like it's over? Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, my phone fucking up? And then it's just... Yeah, my phone didn't fuck up, it just went away. But yeah, I enjoy this. Burner. Told me. I think her voice sounds better on this song. It doesn't have that. Uh, it's just not as breathy. Yeah. I prefer not breathy vocals. Plus, this is her also with her rebellious mode of yeah. coming out. She had already put out a handful a of woman. albums. Yeah. She's uh, she's like, I'm in control now, motherfuckers. You know who I am? I'm Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Remind me of that bass line. It's so heavy. Oh, you're thinking 
That's Thriller. Thriller. Yes. Yeah. Right here. Nope. That's just like bump, bump, bump. Maybe here. I think you're just filling in the blanks in your head. He didn't. Michael Jackson didn't write. I'm not saying he did. I'm saying that it reminds line. me of that line. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, like, in history, he's not the one that came up with that progression of notes. Yeah, we're finding out evidence that he did come up with a lot of those progressions of notes. <laughs> well, there's something that Quincy Jones would say, like, oh, Michael stole a bunch of shit from people. Oh, maybe. Did Quincy Jones die? Or was no. he just on his deathbed there for a minute? He's still living. He's just old and talking crazy. And then people like Rashida were like, Dad, chill with the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he saying oh, people man, were... listen. The worst breakdown I've ever heard, probably yeah. in my life. It's bad, but like, when I heard that the first time, I was sort of impressed because that's not programmed. Nowadays, a guy would do that in a computer and just make like a grid line. And oh, yeah. So that's like somebody sitting there like... Pushing the buttons. <laughs> yeah, it's still. So I was lame. impressed, but I was like, oh, it's not necessarily good, but it's impressive. <laughs> Which can happen all the time in music for me. There's a whole section of metal that's that way. It's like, yeah, it's impressive, but is it is it fun to listen to? Fuck, Frank Zappa can be that way a lot. Sure, it's fucking really impressive, but excessive. Am I enjoying it? <laughs> there's a lot of Frank that I don't like, but there's a lot that I love. There's, Frank is so weird to me because, like, I'll listen to some new stuff, and I'll be like, eh. And then I'll do it again, and then, like, a year will go by, and then I'll hear it again, and I'll be like, oh, I fucking love this song. Like, the, the things I like grows and grows and grows, but it's slower now because the stuff I'm getting more listening to or trying out now is the not-so-grooving, like, song kind of stuff. It's, like, the weird... Avant-garde, yeah. like just doing it to be annoying sometimes. Is she laughing this one? <laughs> I don't want to be wrong, but I'm gonna say no. <laughs> oh god, those snare sounds are horrible. It's so bad. Like every sound in this one, besides the bass, is. Like bad 80s. Even tones. The, the vocal arrangement, it's all 80s. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. It's that's so bad. fucking bad. I mean, a guy probably <laughs> programmed it in the programmer, but he didn't, like, grid it out. She he just laughed. <laughs> God damn it. But there you go, there's, like, a weird fade in and out there where, like, it sounds like something is going wrong. And really, something is, because that's a horrible choice. <laughs> Do you think that they that that's something that still has to be played today? If she's if she's currently doing this in a tour, maybe. Or they, I'm sure that they've made it cooler. They had to have. They've either made it cooler or they're just playing better. literally that section from this song. Like, oh, just the recording. Just took it out and they have like a guy on the keyboard with the sampler just being like play. Yeah, that sounds annoying. It gets oh yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, there's so much. This song is like the example uh, of, hey, the studio just got this new synthesizer. <sighs> oh, really? Let's play every button at once. 
Yeah, I was going to say, it's totally those, what was the brand? I can't remember. Little Casio keyboards? Was it Casio? I thought it was like Tomaha or something. But Yamaha? Maybe. <laughs> Tomaha. Yamaha. It's just Tomahawk without the K. <laughs> Whatever. And I thought that... Uh, I went blank again. Keyboard sounds. Yeah, bark, I, th- bark. I thought that those that was like a great way of explaining what that what that is oh, because yeah. I think all of us, everyone, when we had access to one of those, it'd be like, okay, play one of those pre-recorded songs. Rock. I mean, yeah. I mean that SNL skit. The. Christmas is here. Oh today. yeah, they do that. And Jimmy Fallon just goes off on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, everyone, absolutely everyone did that. When I was little, I had this little blue keyboard that had maybe like fifteen keys on it. Maybe not even that. Probably twelve. But the keys were tiny. It was battery operated, and it went in the car everywhere. And you'd just be in the back, like. And it didn't have all those animal sounds. It just had. Like simple keyboard tones, and I would just sit in the back and be like, and I wish I still had it because I would try and make a song with it. And I think it was really cool. I remember taking it everywhere. Probably broke it on purpose, knowing me and toys as I was younger. I used to take toys out of the back and hit them with baseball bats. I'd be like, ah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Boys are so fucking destructive, whether they're intending to be or not. Because yep. I'm sure you weren't like, I'm going to break this stuff. Oh, no, I was. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to break this. I'm going to watch Leonardo go into six pieces. Like, Bob would, like, pitch him to me. And we'd just fucking nail him. Because you didn't have balls or you just wanted no, to do that? No, we wanted to go break a toy. <laughs> So would you hit this stuff into like cleats yard? Probably. <laughs> or or at the shed, as you know, that shed wall that's just bare needs to be replaced very soon. Uh like Bob used to practice pitching a real baseball into the side of that shed and just fucking break the siding. But Bo- yeah, fucking boys. He duct taped like a square to pitch into, like this is my goal. Yeah. And just fucking whipped baseballs. Bob was a good pitcher too. He could That's scary because there always have been vehicles parked like around on the other side of the Yeah. Alley. Yeah. So that's scary for him to be throwing it in the direction of like other homes and potential yeah. vehicles. Yeah, but that shed, I mean, Bob's a good throw. He's not gonna miss that. Now when things were missed is when we were trying to hit tennis balls into it. Then those would fly over, but those are tennis balls. That makes sense. We used to play this game called Spread 'em. You ever heard of this? It's probably called something. I think people call it Wall Ball. For me, it's called Show Me Your Asshole. But continue. (laughs) We called it Spread 'em. You got a tennis ball and your friends, and you would you would whip the tennis ball at the wall, and you'd let it bounce off. And your goal was to try and catch it. Like you weren't supposed to avoid the ball. You were supposed to try and catch it. Like everyone. Mm-hmm. And if you caught it, you just had to throw it back at the wall and do the same thing over and over again. Now, Sounds if, dangerous. Now, if you didn't catch it and it just hit you or like fumbled out of your hands, you had you had to run to the wall and touch it before another person picked up the tennis ball. I remember. Okay. And whipped it at you. And if they hit you, you then had to stand against the wall. Mm-hmm. I remember this. Face forward. Guys were allowed to hold their balls. 
and a kid would just stand back like 20 feet or something like that, 15 feet, I don't remember, and just fucking allowed to whip it at you as hard as they could. Yeah, I've never played it before because it sounds stupid as shit. As I'm explaining it, I want to play it. <laughs> God. I mean, I I think dodgeball, even though people talk about how brutal it can be, it's much more civilized than this, than just putting yourself against the wall for people to whip tennis balls at you, yeah, yeah, which yeah. are smaller, yeah. and you can throw them harder so they would hurt yeah. more. Like, Jesus Christ. And not only did you already get hit trying to run to the wall and touch it before they hit you, but if you got hit, guess what? Your punishment is you get hit again. Yeah, I don't Potentially. Like, it's dumb. Oh, it was great. I always loved dodgeball, but I was never very... I always wanted to be better at it than I was. It's because I have a terrible aim when I throw, and that's always been what it is. Confirmed. Yeah, I've, I've never been able to... Yeah, it's now, never been good. if you're not trying good. to hit someone, you will hit them. Like, directly. When I went to the bathroom on the break, I Clarence had two toys in the hall, so I took them and I tossed them to her, like you know skid them across the floor yeah. and the very first one is her uh toy hot dog she's smiling at me because she knows i'm talking about her and i fucking skidded across the floor to her and it didn't like poke her in the eye but it went right like and hit her in the face <laughs> because like of course if i'm just gonna be like I, I didn't even look at her i was like i'm just tossing this in your direction and it hit her right in the fucking face so yeah now if you were trying to hit her in the face it would have gone in the toilet somehow <laughs> That doesn't make sense based on the layout of the home, but sure, we'll go with that. I'm going to play the next song, which is uh, something I enjoy very much, Black Cat. And I mean, I like cats. This, yeah. This is the only, like, rock song. This song has, like, metalish guitars in it. Uh Uh-huh. You can tell they are fucking... She's done this a few times. Yeah. Where she tries to, like, go hard rock. It seems like pandering to the max. It, this song always has to me, even though like it'll get in my head because I think it's super catchy, but it's so cheesy 80s music. Oh, it's yeah. like the cheesiest, maybe. This is like the song that she would, they would like start playing it and she had run off stage already and then she would come back out in like a full leather costume and like doing the Halford fist. <laughs> I think she likes rock music though. Like I don't Maybe, think that she's I don't think she's pandering, but it sounds like it is. I, I even if she's not pandering and she legitimately went into the studio like I want to make a hard rock song. Mm-hmm. They were probably she was probably genuine, but the whole studio and the producers and the record executives were like, "Oh yeah. This shitty metal is in right now. <laughs> Do it. Do it." Don't understand why you insist on what I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. It's 9-11. So often when I look at the clock, it's 9-11 o'clock. I don't, I've never known all of the words to this. Living on the edge, not afraid to die. <laughs> yeah, it's always song. been cheesy for oh, sure. It's- Horribly cheesy. <laughs> I remember when it started the first time I heard it, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> it's definitely very out of place. But I did, I was like, eh, at least I'm getting some guitar. <laughs> yeah, like I said, she's she's done this a few times, this sort of thing. So it, it makes me feel that she actually enjoys 
this. And she, her- rec- she performs this song. This yeah. is like a, a popular song for her. I think this was another number one. I can imagine so many uh, white dudes with short, cut-off shorts with two beers in each hand. Just like, yeah, oh, this one I like. <laughs> <laughs> her and Jada Pinkett Smith should uh Oh my god. <laughs> should collaborate. Jada Pinkett's not as good. Because she sounds Bye like she's... Lated, she sounds like she's forcing it. Yeah, but I think Jada's more legitimate. Is like, she? She went on fucking tours with that band. With legitimate metal bands. I, you don't think that's pandering? I'm just kidding. To her horror fans? I, no, I don't think it is pandering. I think she just wanted to do it. And Will was like... Yeah, you're going to be out of the house for two months? Cool. (laughs) Burn. I'm going to fuck other women because I'm allowed to. (laughs) Man, you turned it up for the guitar solo, didn't you? I didn't, no. Sounds louder. They did. They're getting the point across. This is a very in-your-face, loud song. Whoever played this solo did a good job. He's got fucking chops. He's like... I mean, Michael would have guitar solos and shit. Yeah, so there's obviously some sort of an influence. It's called Black Cat, right? Correct. Who played guitar on Black Cat? Janet (laughs) Jackson. You want to hear what my phone typed in for this? Yes. Who played guitar? Dot dot gov. Black cat. Janet Jackson. Makes sense. Ugh. All right. Let's see if I got an answer. Holy shit! I don't think she's gonna laugh in this song. No. There's no room for laughing in this. Trying to find it. Trying to find it. You know, the song's almost over, Sam. We're all waiting for you. Are you going to find it? Definitely not before the song's over. There's so many. Production notes? Yeah, it's fucking intense. You have to read like eight paragraphs to figure this out. That doesn't make sense. If you look it up on Genius, you'd be able to find it pretty quickly. Well, I'm not a genius, therefore I don't look things up on Genius. Black... Can't recording. Let's see. Genius. This is so exciting on a podcast. I well, I mean, you want to know so fucking much. You could talk about something else while I'm looking. I don't know what the fuck to talk about other than the fact that it's taken you way too long to figure this out. This was done by Dave Barry, John McClain, Jesse Johnson, and Jellybean Johnson. I'm gonna say it was Jellybean. <laughs> Who's Dave Barry? That seems. I don't know. It sounds... Let's see. He did The Crying Game. The Crying Game. Uh, I, I don't know. It looks like he was without... Oh, wait. That's just you giving your statement about how you support black people. Websites. They're all trying to be like, this is our stance on COVID. This is our stance on black lives. Look, we care about like, society. I don't give a shit what the fuck you think. Well, Jelly Bean Johnson did the drums... The percussion, uh, the bass is Terry Lewis, 
The organ and the synthesizer are Jimmy Jam. No guitar, it's telling you. Yeah, that's who I said at first. Dave Barry, John McClain, Jesse Johnson, and Jellybean Johnson. Is it Barry? Barry, with an E. Okay. But he was a... uh, It looks like he's had some success. John McClain did some later Michael Jackson stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. My guess is him just because he's listed first. Whatever. All right. Let's move on to the next song. We just have a few handful left to go. This is... So anticlimactic. This is Rhythm Nation. From Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation, 1984. This is her talking about how the world needs to get their shit together. Guess what, Janet? It hasn't fucking changed. It's just... It took... It's stupid. Three steps forward, two steps forward, and three steps back, Janet. All the time. It's terrible. Yep. This part sucks. It's more example of that mess... Yeah, but that sounds a little more I mean, it's formulated than the other definitely, one. Definitely, definitely, but it's still like... Uh, uh, here we go. No. Uh, oh, wait. That's <laughs> not nearly as bad for me. But for me, it's gearing up to the song, and the song has always been huge to me because there's like... There's a, a dance. It's always people in like... They're always like suited up, hat. It's always like military... Mili- is this the song I was talking about earlier where she's dancing with the Oh, with the hat. Yeah, I think now I know what you mean. Like gears and okay, yeah, it's in like a, an old factory or something yes, like yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. This is Rhythm Nation. Joint voices and protest. There's social injustice. The first time I heard that line, I was like, that was stupid. But then the second time, I was like, it's actually a pretty clever rhyme. <laughs> the real nation. Is George Clinton in there, you think? No, I do not. <laughs> it seems like it would have been perfect for him to get in on this. Because, like, George's stuff was all about, like, we're all on the one. We're all just one with the groove. Yeah, with the groove. But he doesn't get that political or anything. Yeah, you're right. He just talks about poop and pee. And he's like, two fries come with that shake? It's time to give a I'll never forget that story Prince told about George Clinton. Well, they collaborated with each other, and he was like, he sent him a track. He was like, and George wrote, you pee on it, then I'll pee on it, and we'll see what we get. <laughs> God. Come on, he was George. an atomic dog, huh? He was. He was. <laughs> Zing. I don't mind this song. I, I like, like it. Guy, I like the... We are real yeah, it sounds like a male choir, which you yeah, don't really hear that too much, ever. No, I get it. (laughs) It's not as messy, but I understand. I just like this song more, so I let this slide more. I got a question for you, since you're aware of the dancing and stuff. Okay. Were they, like, choreographed with that part? Because that would be insanely impressive to see them, like, move into those exact beats. Yeah, and that's why it's, for me, it's not... Because it's all almost like... It's very almost like bogey like very like almost like army-esque but with less diva it's like 
more regimented. Because, like, very voguing to me is, like, very, like, me, me, Oh, I just me. mean they, they have yeah. a lot of, like, arm movements and, like, yeah. Because that would, like I said, that would be very impressive to see a whole dance crew dance to that section in a very, like, following the rhythm and, like, because it's an odd rhythm, and if they made an odd dance to go along with it, you'd be like, wow, that was fucking impressive. And I, that's a reason why I like a lot of pop music is because, especially growing up, and I, I lost it as an adult, and I'm pretty upset with myself for doing that. I've said it before. You can do it again. That'd be awesome. I could, but I used to love to dance, and I would just watch music videos and things like specials and things on artists and stuff or like the behind the video or like making a oh, video, making video and yeah. all of that stuff like I was obsessed with learning how to do stuff and would just teach myself dances and learn about weird production shit but I love production shows <laughs> it, it, no matter what the artist is I can be like Oh, let's see what that camera is. There's nothing like a good, like, music documentary yeah. or whatever. But yeah, I think it'd be cool as fucking shit if I came home and you were like, guess what I learned? And then you're just like... <laughs> I'd be like, that has to be filmed and released right now. May, I may and now bent over. <laughs> I should lose some weight so I don't jiggle as much when I dance, but yeah. I miss it for sure. It's, it's very healthy. It's very healthy. I think you'd. Uh, I think it would help your uh, mental states too. Like feeling bad, just dance it out, baby. <laughs> I used to do that all the time, all the time, and it would because it's like exercising, and it would be a burst of adrenaline and serotonin and all of that shit. And much more fun to do than actual. Just like I'm exercising mm -hmm. now. This is actually like no, I'm grooving with the goddamn music. Oh, yeah, I definitely drove the neighbors in the duplex crazy. <laughs> Playing music in the uh, basement and dancing on the basement floor. Oh, you did in the basement? Floor. Usually because of the basement floor. That's a good idea. Everything else is carpeted. And on the top, like in the bedroom on the second floor, it would like shake the windows because oh, it was yeah, so it old. Been, yeah, your dad would have been downstairs like. It happened. Shut the fuck up. Please. There was a lot of bye 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 dancing in that bedroom, regardless of what was shaking. <laughs> oh, speaking of bye bye bye, I uh, got into a car today that we're fixing and I opened the front seat and it's fucking disgusting inside. And if I'm saying something is fucking disgusting, it's fucking disgusting. It's gotta be. And I look in the back, and right there, that NSYNC album. What, you know what it was called? Uh, that had that song on it? The ha uh, no Strings Attached? Yeah. That the album Marionettes. is sitting back there next to Disturbed, next to Third Eye Blind. <laughs> oh, man. This <laughs> person like, is all wow. in that time. Yeah. And they don't know how to clean a fucking car. I had two out of three of those albums. I had all I three. I assume. You did not have Disturbed <laughs> or In Sync. I did have one of those albums. It was would have been the Disturbed one or Third Eye Blind. Uh, it wasn't this Disturbed album that she had, but I had a Disturbed album for about two weeks, and then I let Walt borrow it, and then Walt let Kirk borrow it, and then Walt owed Kirk money or something like that, and Kirk kept the CD. And then I confronted Kirk before we were friends at all. I hated him because he had my CD. And I was like, I, I was this. like, that's not even Walt's to give. You have my CD. 
and then he was friends with David, and they like wanted me to be friends with Kirk, but I was like, no, fuck him. He stole from me. And then Kirk came to school one day and was like, hey, man, here's your CD. I don't, I don't want to be enemies. And he gave me a CD, and then we became friends. And now we are still friends and a bandmate. So. Fuck, he and I talk about stuff more, I think, because now I fill you in on things. Sometimes oh, yeah. from Kirk. I see him kind of regularly. Yeah, you see him more than I do. But, yeah, he's fine. He's all right. Got off pretty good for his recent troubles, tell you that. Sure did. <laughs> all right, I'm going to play. Uh, we have three more songs. That's the way love goes. This is also number one. I think this might be her biggest hit. Really? Okay. This sounds like Michael to me when she talks. I love the bass line. Oh, this rules. I love the music. I I love this song. Yeah, this rules. This This song is super groovy and mellow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could see somebody, like, gangstering this up. I'm surprised they haven't. Maybe someone did that we don't know. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I'm going to look that up, actually, because I would be interested in knowing. Or this might be a sample... You might find that this was an older song that they stole for this song. Yeah, but I hate all that's this. That's the Can't way the love goes. Oh, that's the worst yeah. of the song. But, I mean, it's part of the song, so... But, but the drums fucking rule. I mean, they're obviously fake drums, which, you know, I'm not a fan of, but... I like them more when they're trying to sound like real drums. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. The guitar is good. It's got, like, a classic funk soul guitar going on to it. Yeah. The bass line is good. This has been, this sampled a, a handful of songs, and this has been sampled in a handful of songs. So yeah, it's just stuff that we're not familiar with, like Paul Wall, Flex. With oh, Paul Wall? Flex with three X's. Um, oh, he's triple X. Someone named Dizzy Wright, Freddie Gibbs, I don't know. But then it samples... Uh, A song called Impeach the President. Really? <laughs> I mean, Papa Don't Take No Mess from James Brown. If you don't, I mean, just multiple songs. If it don't turn you on, you ought to leave it alone. It seems like all the best grooves, all the best rap grooves, all the best like funk grooves or something like that. Yeah. They all came out before <laughs> 1976. Isn't that right for the most part? Yeah, and then after that, it's like... They're just sampled. there was like a generation of people who understood that and were like, well, I can't get any better, so I might as well just mash some of these together. And then they made fucking excellent songs. And then when they started cracking down on the sampling thing, it's like, ah, now it sucks. <laughs> now it's just fucking asshats. That's the way And that was... Grumpy old Sam talking about how he hates current music. That's fair, though. But I've been this way for as long as I can remember. I think in our defense, because I know that generations do say that, it's become... The sound has shifted from musical instruments to computer sounds. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they've been playing with it a little here and there, but things have, like... 
EDM and rave music and shit, which is like really popular, it's hard to listen to. It's just sounds like it's not even real structured, normal songs. It's like a whole new world of things that give me a headache. Yeah. But honestly, club music has always the the repetitiveness of it. Never liked it. It's always it. I remember my when Jason, I'd listen to it in the car with him he'd like play some techno song and i'd be like can you please fucking like stop like this is giving me a headache yeah i can't take this because you know when people play stuff like that they have to turn it up super loud so they feel it well that's that it wouldn't have been that back in the day but yeah stuff like that for sure you know the people i know that do like edm and all that kind of stuff like well you don't really know until you you go and you like feel it like what Mm -hmm. i don't want to go and be basically raped by a subwoofer like this does not sound fun to me i hate being in a car when somebody's subwoofer is too loud i agree it almost feels like you know when people are like oh that person was like you gotta be on drugs to listen to that and i think a lot of times that's not true but i think with like edm yeah like i can't imagine it like i assume it's harder to handle sober uh, yeah, but even I, though I feel like if, if I'm tripping, it I'm would gonna, be, yeah, I'm gonna be miserable. I would like run away. Yeah, I'd be like, it's like that time we took mushrooms and we each had our own colors because we were I'd hanging out like, in different all rooms. Black. <laughs> you were laying in, on the floor, staring at the fan, and and the room was darker. To Jimi Hendrix, and I was in a different room <laughs> listening to the Beatles, yeah. and there was much more light in it. And I remember I had a fan blowing on me, yeah. and I saw orange. My aura yeah. was orange, and your aura was like dark. <laughs> But you weren't like in a bad place. No, you were just you came, in a zone. You came in here and you were like, oh, it's blues and purples in here. I, I saw a lot I'm of going purple. back to oranges. And I was like, blues and purples, baby. It was. And it, yeah, it was just not. It was. It's weird when people talk about it and you don't experience it because you think people sound crazy. But dude. You, th- if you concentrate enough, you're there. I mean, I, I, it, it, so many people are coming out and acknowledging that you get a mental reset from doing psychedelics. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, every time I have done it, which has been few and far between, yeah, it feels like a rejuven, a mental rejuvenation. Except on acid, which you've never done, and I don't ever want to do. A- a- acid's fun. It was a, it's a great time every time I've done it. Most drugs are, but that's why people it do definitely them. Definitely wasn't the sp- like spiritual connection to like the universe that mushrooms fun mushroom trip yeah Yeah. i've had a bad mushroom trip and it was horrible Mm -hmm. but when it's a good one it's like i i hate sounding hippy dippy but i was literally like i'm connected to everyone and everything right now i I feel fucking great that's what i think is so mind opening at least for me when i've done it is that you realize you realize how small you are and how big everything is but like we all still are the same yeah. and like stupid shit doesn't matter and you just like want to get down to like the bones of things uh-huh. like i i highly highly later you hate everything again <laughs> highly suggest you it it's and i don't do it especially the god the older i get it's like oh, years yeah. between oh yeah yeah but i mean i think once a year or two is a uh, is probably a good idea for i would say everyone even if you just microdose and you don't actually yeah. like want to go on a trip yeah, yeah. because that can get hard for anyone and there's for a way, sure. you always feel sick at first there's yeah. always like a period where you feel bad oh man when it starts coming on every time i've ever tripped when i start feeling it i'm like oh no can't turn back like 
I get this sense of like, this, like wave. dread almost. But then once it kicks in and I'm just like, it's popped. Do I call it popped? Like all of a sudden yeah. I just feel like my body like whole just be like, Poof. then I'm like, this is fucking great. I would kind of <laughs> equate the experience to the first hill that you slowly go up on a roller coaster that you get that feeling like, okay, like I'm in, I can't go back. Like there's yep. nothing else. But then once you do it, you're just like, this is fun. I'm glad I did hill. it. Yeah. And like, yeah, it maybe got made me a little nervous here and there, but like, it's fine because I kept myself in the right place. And that's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. You just have to like make sure that you have a positive environment and that no one's going to like fuck with your day. God, I remember. That's why going in nature is the best. You know, my best one has been when we stayed home. No, I liked that too. But I think being able to see colors and stuff. That one time when we did it on... uh, at Beth and Brian's on their land. And we like went, we, we camped there on their land and then did some. And then I remember like walking into like a secluded part of the woods. You and I just were, and like, it looked so green and nice and pretty. And it was, it was away from everyone else. Like you and I just kind of like retreated and had our own spot on love. (laughs) Yeah. And then we just had like a moment that was like awesome and special and And see stuff. And we wanted to get dirty, but you couldn't because you had that surgery. Mm -hmm. I just had surgery, (sighs) but yeah. So I, I highly suggest, I highly suggest taking your uh, mind on a ride. <laughs> it's a it's a good fun time. One time, Jesse. Let's get back and we'll talk oh, about I'll it. I'll tell you. Just but hit the song. Let's listen to "Come Back to Me." Oh <laughs> boy. Uh huh. <laughs> so, one time, Jesse. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. He for the first time he ever tripped, he ate like a quarter bag wow. of mushrooms, which is way too much in my mind. And he called kent freaking out kent was like i don't know i've never i've never tripped before like sam has you want to talk to him (laughs) and i got on the phone and i was like dude it's gonna be fine you're not gonna die everything is normal on the outside i'm here i'm not tripping i'm telling you the world is normal right now just sit back enjoy it and relax and he was like okay i'll call you back in a little bit he called back in like 20 minutes and he was like crying and he's like Thank you. Thank you so much. I've been having the best time of my life ever since I talked to you. It's a total... <laughs> you're just... You have to be in control of your mind. Yep. Do you remember the first time that you tripped? No, but the earliest memory I have of tripping is when I was managing a shift at Classic Pizza and Adam and I were raising each other caps and stems. We'd be like, I've had one cap and I raise you another cap. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> And I remember Adam was mopping He's the such back, a fun friend. mopping the back floor, and he came out from the hall, and he just looked up at me, and he had this huge smile on his face, and I was like, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> I had to count money that night. I had oh to close God. the whole place down. I would never do that. I ended up at Sharon's oh, wow. right after that. I My first time was, there are pictures. Um... We, oh, I know this story. <laughs> Beth had some, my sister, and they were in chocolate. And we each had an eighth or something like that. And maybe I had like, I had half of an eighth. And she had an eighth and the other half is Ooh. what I think it was maybe or God something damn. like that. 
but it was in chocolate and it was gross but it's probably one of the easiest ways that i've done it to be honest yeah and you know it takes a while it takes like an hour or so to kick in 32 an hour and you're like kind of doubting it for a while but yeah like we did it upstairs in our bedroom and then we came down and like Sorry, Jim. Hung out with my dad for a little bit and, like, <laughs> took some pictures. And there's a, a famous, a classic picture where he's, like, on the railing of the stairs and, like, being goofy with us. And he had no idea that we had ate, eaten mushrooms. And it, it hadn't kicked in yet. Yeah. But it was, like, right after eating mushrooms and then hanging out with my dad and, like, having, like, sweet, fun moment. Okay, we're going to leave now. And uh, I we went for a drive with two friends who came over. They were drinking. We were not. And I, the road, the back road started looking like a tongue. (laughs) And then I started seeing frogs jump out of it. And I was like, I need to stop driving. And then someone who was drinking took over. (laughs) But I think it was safer. It's probably better that they took over. She, I mean, she was more seasoned, even though she was younger. She was still kind of like seasoned and can handle it. And she hadn't been drinking a lot. So most people can drive a little buzzed. Yeah. I've always said that you should be able to go to the driver, the license branch, and like take shots, and then they take your like blood alcohol level, and then they test you, and then they see when you're finally impaired. Yeah, but it would take a little bit for it to get in your bloodstream, right? Yeah, yeah. You take the shot, you wait like 20 minutes. They keep taking your (laughs) blood alcohol level, and then they go, all right, go drive this course. And then on your license, it's like, no, officer, I'm allowed to be point eight. <laughs> this, that's insane. Point eight is insane. <laughs> this song should be over by now. Oh, it's horrid. It's really bad. And it's so 80s. It's all the things about 80s ballads that I don't like. It's very like Paula Abdul. Simple. Again, nothing Rappy. vocally happens. Like, that's impressive. It's just so boring. The music is boring. It's all boring. Ding, ding, ding. That, like, yeah, I don't like that. Fucking triangle sound or whatever. Yeah, no good. <laughs> I'm going to run to the refrigerator. Okay. I need fine. a water. That's fine. I'll fill in the gap in the meantime. All right. <laughs> well, my name is Sam and I got a fucking water. Sometimes I did ask if you know it was blotter. Wanna go out and kill myself an honor? You know that it doesn't get hotter. That was fucking fire, as the kids said. <laughs> oh, I hate that term. It's fire. It's no, m- it's cool. <laughs> it's more acceptable than some other words. I don't love it, but I, I, I don't. I think it's more acceptable than other things. You know what other word it's I hate? It's more acceptable than epic. Oh yeah. I also don't like when people who are stoned are like, I was so faded. (laughs) Like, no, you were stoned. Faded. I mean, I get what they're saying, and it makes sense. I just don't love the terminology. It's just just an old grumpy man. It's just being an old man and being like, you say, first you say something's hot, and then you say it's cool, and it means the same thing. I'm confused. What's going on here? I'm trying not to go on the old man voice and just be Abe. That's good. <laughs> Abe's been out for a little bit. Uh, burned out. Kinda, yeah. It's fine. We still need... there. We have an idea that 
we could do if we wanted to. We just have to commit. And we've talked about it. We've talked about having an entire Side Wings podcast, which is going to be a temporary thing. We have it available to us for all the seasons for streaming. Our pleasure. Just saying. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. We have one more song to listen to. I'm going to play it right now. Let's wait a while. This is yeah, innocent. Let's wait a while before we do that Wings podcast. <laughs> We've been, just like you've been waiting for no reason to post a goddamn video. Oh, yeah, I need to look into those. <laughs> I never remember them. I've told you so many times, and this is when a man is like, quit nagging me, and it's like, fucking do it. Get off my back! So this song is, is so, like, teenage, like... Like, I don't know if you've ever paid attention to the words, but it's... Honestly, by the time it gets to this song, I'm just like, I'm checked out. The song is about waiting, not rushing into fucking too fast. It's about it's about building a relationship and having an actual structured something until we're she, ready. Do you think she was actually like a good girl? Like there's... Yes. She's never I ever do. been like... She's never been a troublemaker. Yeah. She's just been sexual. Other than that, she's always been sweet. Like overtly sexual either, right? I mean, like in her music videos and performances and stuff, yeah. But like that's kind of her brand. Like is being sexual, but also being sweet. She's sweet and sexy. That's completely her brand. She's never been in trouble for anything except for Nipplegate. Being sexual if you've earned it to the actual receiver of the poon for the longest time though like in a lot of some of these videos she had big hair she had long button-up shirts big jackets oversized jackets with like big shoulder pads and stuff like she was not she was not being sexual for a chunk of time that was probably a really good move because she's trying to prove her artistry above just she's just eye candy but then she definitely went into the eye candy hardcore I mean, she kind of went and she kind of slid into it because she would be sexual, but then also like, like one of these videos, I don't remember which song it is right here off the top of my head, but she's on a beach and she has like kind of like a crop top on, but then she's wearing jeans on a beach. So it's like, she's not like, yeah, she's being cute and like sexy, but she's not really showing much skin. Yeah. So she definitely eased into it as well. But she's she she's played with all sides of her sex she's appeal. She's never seemed whorish to me. No, some people might disagree, but I don't. I, I I but I agree with you. I think she's always seemed like she's been able to remain classy. Like like Nicki Minaj seems she's whorish trash. to me. Yeah, she's trashy. All well, most current ladies seem whorish to me. And I think that that's become more of the appeal. And I think it's been that appeal for a while. I mean, Jesus Christ, that Return of the Living Dead, that fucking redheaded whore. That was all about whore appeal. We have some goddamn respect. Whore appeal. (laughs) And that is the opposite of what we're dealing with during this song right now. Mm, This is so squeaky clean. Oh, man. Speaking of Return of the Living Dead, guess who I found out was in Return of the Living Dead Part 2? Killed multiple times as multiple zombies. Miguel Nunez? No. Damn. Fucking uh, Doug Benson. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember hearing about this actually. Doug, I just heard that today, and I was like, oh shit! Ow! 
something I read something about Jeff Ross. I guess that there's something about him supposedly dating a 15 year old when he was in his 30s, but he said that this has been like investigated multiple times. He like put out a statement today. He's like, it's not true. It's proven to have been not true so many times. These people are just trying to fuck with me, and they have been Cancel for years. Me. And yeah, so it's such a weird dynamic because it's like I agree that people who like did awful things that should be known, but there should also be there's no due process. There's no due process, and if it happened 20 fucking years ago when the guy did his time and he did everything he was supposed to and hasn't done anything since. Like Depending on the severity of the crime, too. He went through the judicial system. He paid his dues. Leave him the fuck alone. Well, and that's the thing. Or like, her. Doesn't oh, matter. Okay. I was going to say, it was investigated, but nothing ever came of it. But they still fuck with him and try to make him look bad. Now, and if you actually, like, mouth-fucked a kid, I'm I, I'm on the side of, like, well, now you're fucked forever. Like, you yeah, kid. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> God, both, both parties, it's gone too far. Yeah. But like for most of this cancel cancel culture shit, mm-hmm. it's like it's happened twenty five years ago. The guy got in trouble, he paid his dues, and a little bit more. Leave him the fuck alone. Speaking of Nicki Minaj, I heard something recently where I guess she is married to a sex offender, but he like paid his dues or whatever. But it could have been a situation yeah, and where a, a guy fought, like it could have been a guy who fucked a seventeen year old and he was twenty, and the parents were pissed about it. Yeah. I mean, because stuff like that does happen, and I don't... Yeah, it's happened to one of my friends. Well, loose term, friend. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking yeah. about. But, yeah, so you I mean, never they know. Were, they were dating. The parents had no problem with it. And then they changed they were their dating, mind. And then I think they found, like, a condom wrapper, and then they freaked out. It's like, first of all, it's probably... What do you think's going to happen? Probably, yeah, probably it was weird, and it shouldn't have been happening. But what the fuck did you think was going to be happening? Like... You think the twenty to twenty year olds just like, I'm not interested in fucking. How old was this girl? I think it was the same deal where she was like, like 16, 17. 17. He, I think she was seventeen and he was like twenty. See, yeah, I think that and that's then if a you great get line. Like twenty one to twenty four. I mean, I, I mean, this can be what I'm saying is can be taken so wrong. No, and, and I don't. Uh, no, I think it makes sense. But it's because like, I'm on your side as well. So fuck people. If 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 they were in a relationship, I, I mean. David Cross had that great fucking bit about like she's been fucking since she was thirteen. <laughs> no, thinking that the age of consent should be lowered to fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it was obviously a bit. It that was a bit's joke, hilarious. But, but it's true. I mean, fuck, they used to marry girls off at young ages, like as soon as they started their periods and could make babies. It was like, okay, you're ready to like start a family. Now, a twenty-five-year-old and a seventeen-year-old. That's worse. Fucked up. And I don't, I don't agree with that. But yeah, like a 20-year-old a and a... I mean, yeah. I don't think maybe they shouldn't be having sex. Well, and that happened I, with us. Like there was a girl who, when we went into... As freshmen, she dated a senior yeah. all the way through. And they're like married and have like a huge fucking family yeah, now. like seven fucking kids or something. But like they were... He was like three or four years older than her for yeah. sure. And their parents let it happen and they... Yeah, so he, he would, she would have been 14 charges, and yeah. he would have been like 18 yeah. and they let it happen. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it's almost one of those things where you have to, you literally have to go case by case. I'm like, was this a victim thing? Were they playing a power role? Were they actually interested in each other? Did Were they, they actually, actually wait a while dating? to have sex? Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, not everyone is 
I mean, a lot of people are having sex, but not everyone at 14 is ready to have sex. No. At so, 14, they shouldn't be having no, sex. I agree, like, but I'm, yeah. Like, at 17? That makes more sense. Yeah. Her hormones have already been fucking with you for years. <laughs> like, I get it. Uh, so anyway, we're finished with the album. But 12? Come on! Well, we are to the... That, uh, I'm not having this conversation. Nine years old? Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> we're to the point of the podcast where it's time to go over some questions coming at you tell, tell me what you're gonna do questions one or two how about maybe more how about boo i just made up a word at the end there i said blue that was one of the worst that was your fault. So yeah, I'll take it. Why did I choose this? I chose the album Janet. It technically has 28 tracks. Ha- literally half of them are like 10 to 15 second long. Um, just little intro things that are just a waste of time. So really it's like a 15 song album, but there's, a, there are just a lot of songs on that that I just didn't like as much, even though there are some songs on there on there that I like more than this album yeah but i still thought that this was going to be an easier one because it was a greatest hits there wouldn't be as much like unfamiliar stuff so i went with it because i thought it would be easier uh what do i think you thought when i gave it to you you were not excited is what i thought like uh fuck i have to listen to janet jackson i know who she is i know she's not my thing i know i can't come to her (laughs) what was your judgment prior to listening to it uh, I wasn't excited, but I wasn't like, this is going to be awful. At this point in our podcast journey, everything's a little easier to it's take. Just, everything's just a little easier because I've just been, it's not like it was three years ago where it's like, I'm only listening to the things that I like. Yeah. We're definitely pushing ourselves to listen to things we would not. Yeah normally take the time to listen to that we would definitely change so i mean i wasn't like yay definitely not an easy peasy but i was just like yeah whatever <laughs> so do you know how many times that you listen to this three okay mine was four which included watching half of the videos because yeah. i listened to the actual album three yeah. and a half times but i had three listens by like last wednesday so, so yeah we just haven't yeah we yeah, so just I haven't done it, it, it and haven't listened to it in a long time. So, do you have the track list? Yeah, I just pulled it up. Okay, so we're gonna do least and most favorite songs. I'm gonna go first. Okay. With what I'm assuming your least favorite track is, even okay. though I could very well be incorrect. Um, I'm I'm going out on a little bit of a limb here. Maybe I'm saying Black Cat. Sam, what is your least favorite song? It's not Black Cat because I at least get some. Uh, some guitar. guitar. There's a really good solo in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the song is called Come Back to Me. We were both just talking <laughs> shit about it. Hilarious. I'm going to go ahead and fast forward a little bit. Yeah. Funny because I thought that it would potentially be this one. It is my least favorite track. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what I was going to guess for you. So. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I forgot. No, it's fine. I was going to guess that. Okay. So. Well, good job. Or was I? <laughs> Who cares? I was going to guess that because it's, it's the only song we actively both sat here and talked shit about. 
It's yeah, so was, fucking lame. There was no nothing redeeming no. about it at it's, all. It's like me three years ago would have thought like most Janet songs sounded like that. Most Britney Spears songs sounded like that. Like, uh-huh. In my head, that's like what I don't like. A standard. Like. Yeah. Yes. I understand. Um, with the most favorite song in mind, um, I almost... Are you ready with this? I don't want to take this away from you since I took the last one away from you. I don't know what to guess for you, no. Okay, well, my guess for you is what I think your most favorite song is. Okay. Is That's the Way Love Goes, but I really have no idea. Uh, no. Okay. I think you're going to be quite surprised by what I'm choosing as my favorite song. Oh, I really will. Uh-oh. Is it nasty? No, it was. <laughs> that, was that was second place. <laughs> and actually, you know what? This sucks because I want to choose this one, but... I'll tell you what my backup was after I tell you what my first one is. Okay. What have you done for me lately? Is your backup? No. That's my favorite song Holy on this. shit. <laughs> I think it's got good rhythms. I, I... I, I like the... The little things are all you seem to give. Be. Yeah, because my penis is tiny. I think it means effort, Sam, but if you want to talk about penis size, that's all, all I All the time. Who's right? Who's wrong? But... Do you also love that this I was like in Sister the, Act 2? I didn't remember that, but... Do you remember that now? Yeah. I did it on stage. Yeah, it was when they were uh, doing the Benefit concert, right? It was at the end, yeah. Oh, no, okay. It was the competition. Uh-huh. Uh... I know sections of <laughs> of <laughs> Sister Act 2 now. It's pretty simple to structure. Sister Mary Clarence? Oh, yeah. Sister <laughs> Mary Fake. <laughs> <laughs> but That's Rhythm cute. Nation, I think, in the long run, is a better song. Yeah, Rhythm Nation rules. Yeah, I, like, I think Rhythm Nation is genuinely a good song. Like, indisputably a, a good song. But for some reason... What have you done for me lately? Just like, if I was gonna dance, like, it just caught me by a weird groove. So like, I didn't mean to find this part. part, but yeah. I always does. find the worst parts by accident. But that's what it was. I have no idea what to choose for you, but I think I might. Okay. Is it Rhythm Nation? It's not. Damn. It's not. But that's probably my second favorite, to be honest. Yeah. It's a good. It's a genuinely good song. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of energy. Yeah. Has a lot going on. Has a good message. I'm sitting here talking about thinking a Janet Jackson song is genuinely good. But that's how far have I come, Michelle? We've come pretty far. You, it's about you went two from, feet's the furthest I've come. You've went from <laughs> not coming to her to coming this far. So my favorite song is one that uh, I talked about pretty nicely, and I think you may have as well. That's the way love goes. Yeah, I love groove, the groove. groove. It's so it's it's just that laid back '90s groove that I enjoy. Yeah, I'm not this, a big fan of the vocals in this song, but all the groove and stuff is good. But I can totally see you jamming to this. Reach out and feel my body. There's a lot of sexual stuff talked about as in there as Come well on and rub my clit. <laughs> it gets like that later like the velvet rope which is the later really? album that i have in 1997 like, suck, it. suck my pussy 
Not quite, but I mean, yeah, there's different stuff. She like ram it in. <laughs> she talks about putting your shiny against my lips and stuff. Your shiny? Your shiny dick. You're smooth and shiny against my lips, sugar. I want you so bad I can taste your love right now, baby. I want to blow you. <laughs> it's a song, uh, I'm not your girl, but if I was, these are the things I'd do to you. Jeez, that raunchy bitch. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> I love the idea of that song. <laughs> Actually, I think that may have been... What's that? Maybe That may not have been Velvet Rope. That may have been the one right before. But yeah, after this is when she really kind of bumped up the sexual stuff. This is more in the innocent Janet era. Come on and feed my titties. <laughs> so how old was I when I first started listening to this? I really don't know. I've always liked Janet Jackson since I was younger. I've had this album for a long time. So I'll just say since I was like in middle school. Um, how did I originally feel about it? I didn't always love the 80s songs. And to be honest, like they're, I, they grew on me over time. But, yeah, I definitely have appreciated the songs more as I've gotten older than I did when I first started listening to it. Um, would I recommend this today? Probably not, because I think that you you know these songs, probably, and if not, it's not up to me to show them to you. Like, it's just not... I don't know that it's strong enough, so I would not say that necessarily I would recommend it unless I know that you're already into it. But if you're already into it, then you don't need me to recommend it. Yep. (laughs) Would you listen to this again? No. Okay. So. Hey, now, let me answer. Hey, now, you're an all-star. Hey, now, let me answer. It's my opinion. Ooh, that was rough. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) Okay, obviously. So, Sam, what are you giving me next? Jesus Christ. Uh... I forgot that this was part of the podcast until maybe 12 minutes ago. That's usually the number you give when you remember. That I had to, uh, you know, and I got to look up the album name really quick. Are you giving me Black Sabbath? No. I've been anxious for you to give me Black Sabbath since the beginning of this. I don't know why I'm not. I don't know why I don't. Me neither, because there's so many things that. I know because I would enjoy. I think it's because I'm trying to bring stuff to you that you don't quite know. That's not entirely true, but continue. Uh, come on now. With Primus, I chose an album neither was really listening that much. Yeah, but I know it very well. I listen to it more than you do. Please continue. What's next, Sam? This one's going to be rough for you, I think. Well, they, they, they usually are anymore. Production quality is not too good on this album. It's always fucking... Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Okay. Let's just do this. Uh, we're listening to Rigor Mortis. Okay. <laughs> the album Rigor Mortis. That kind of ca- falls in line with uh, the movie that you last uh, gave as well. Return, Return of the Living, Living Dead. Dead. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's it. But that's not completely it. So, I mean, that's what's next. But I have nothing really to say other than tell people to listen to this, check out other episodes that we've done. I'm going to take us out on something from that MTV Icon show. Okay. And it is a tribute done by a, a, a group that I cherish from my adolescence. Doing a cover of That's the Way Love Goes. Boys to Men. Here's NSYNC. Ah, I knew it was NSYNC. And there's crowd oh, because it. it's like the sound from them playing it during it. But yeah, it was never anything official. It was just for this, but... 
What, did they make like a little music video for it? Yeah, they weren't actually there for the thing, but they made a, a video huh. and submitted it. Oh, I bet you were so happy when that happened. That was before she hated Justin Timberlake. Oh, she hates him now because of Nipplegate? I don't think that she had something she to do with that. Think he was supposed to rip the outfit off and it just show the red bra. It was supposed supposedly it wasn't supposed to happen like that. But I mean, it was okay. all ringed up and ready to go. Yeah, so who so knows? She has a bra that one cup's just ready to rip off. No, the cup wasn't. It was the outfit that she was wearing was supposed to rip away and show just the show the bra on one side. Okay, so what happened to the bra? Somehow it ripped off, which means it was probably a tear away. Because you don't just have a piece of a bra that just pulls off. Bras aren't meant no, to pull exactly. away. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't believe you, Janet. She All just, right. She just mad at Justin because his career didn't die. I, I don't know, but Chris Kirkpatrick is singing. It's rough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yes, I love you. Bye. <laughs>、Damn ramen noodle head. It's JC. Show some fucking respect. <laughs>